And we are coming down in three, two, one. Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by. Nope. Hit every tree souls. <laughs> the mask Chris Massey. And be right up a red baron. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you crash the s- yourself? The static of a red baron. Who crashed him? I did. Oh, I thought he crashed himself. No. Why else crashed me? How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Uh, kind of bummed. I can't figure out how to get, keep my phone up. Mm, sounds like a real bummer thing. There you go. And I'm just gonna move the minute someone touches, like hits the table wrong. Remember when he asked me to stop being a little bitch? Yeah, like Max. You're yeah, like, but being a little bitch would have been actually doing it. Do you yeah, want me to actually the, do it? You're the definition of being a bitch. Now I am. No, nope, didn't fall. So you, jokes on you. Let me get some tape, some uh, some electrical tape. Tape. The I phone have that mounting tape in the car. Go I don't know it. if that's good for mounting the phone though. That might. Kind of fuck up the phone. <laughs> and if we do that, Kyle, I'm going to need to switch seats with you because I'm going to mount it right to the wall. I will? Maybe. Center of the TV, actually. <clears throat> nah. Why? It's not, what's it going to affect? Two seconds of the, of the, of the play? I'm fine. Everybody coming in there and in there. Yep. That's how the words go. So we're here. We're live. No copyright. Here. That's right. No copyright on that. Um, no Mokshin today. He's out playing softball. Kyle called in sick to the game. To watch the Steelers on the show, like a real piece of crap. Mark off. That's right. Do you take ownership of being a piece of crap? I I do. Do you like that you are? Yep. <laughs> Fucking damn it! We've entered that time of year where the Monday Night Football games are on, so we have it on the TV, and then there'll be several parts during the show where people are quiet. And then... <laughs> well, no, I, no, I just can't keep my phone up. I don't care about the Steelers Giants game. I care about the White Sox Twins game. That's got serious implications in it. No, this game means nothing. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, the next two Every Thursday game night games, means though, something. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. My name is Kendall. I put yes. my pants sometimes. The next two Thursday night games are going to be a little rough. Hey. Why? Those are excellent Browns, football games. Bengals. Thursday night games are always either rough or home runs, though. They're and never then, like a, oh, yeah, I might watch that. It's either like, I'm not going to watch that or I can't wait. <laughs> oh, James Conner, zero rushes, zero yards. And questionable to return. Is, it, is that him? Uh, I don't know. Is no. he limping? Benny Snell. Oh, come on, Ben. You oh, got to rush. Face mask. Ben, you got you got to just take off, man. We're going to actually just commentate the whole game. Yeah. Kendall, you like when we do that, right? I do. Mass, you said you had your to- Toast of Excellence first. Is that what you said? I have the obvious one. Oh, well. So go ahead. Football's back, baby. <laughs> Gross. You proud of that? <laughs> I'm very yeah. happy football's back. I spent, it wasn't a face mask. <laughs> no, from, the, from the first thing. Spent uh, the afternoon Sunday. I had Tampa Bay on one screen, Bengals and Chargers on the second screen, and San Francisco, Arizona on the third screen. Just watching all three games at once is great. Ken, are you okay over there? It's an XLR. There used to be a uh, college staple. We'd have, you know, 
all the laptops and TVs out. We have as many games yep. as we as could we possibly could. could. Yep. That never happens. Well, a couple times. Nah. Uh, my Tokyo Excellence is for the city of Chicago. Yay, Chicago. Why? Uh, yesterday, the White Sox swept the Tigers to hold the best record in the AL. Alec Mills threw a no-hitter for the Cubs, and then Mitch Trubisky had a fourth-quarter comeback. It was a good day. A good and day won the that. game. Very exciting. Only uh, only two no-hitters in the 2020 season, both by uh, Chicago players. Oh, that's right. Boy, Giolito. Yes. Kyle? Yep. My Tokes of Excellence is to Ben Roethlisberger for making his comeback from getting hurt last year. Week oh, the other one was to Zach Wheeler for missing almost a week of baseball after having a hangnail injury pulling up his pants. Learn from the best. Imagine? Well, who was it? Which quarterback got hurt playing with their kids' toys? Oh, um, slipped down the stairs and, like, Broke his Achilles or something like that. I know what you're talking about. I did too. I don't uh, think it was a severe injury, like the Achilles. I don't think it was that bad. I think they only, they only, they were like questionable and actually played. Was it Philip Rivers? I feel like it was Philip Rivers. <laughs> it would make sense. He's got like ten billion kids. Yeah, that guy's like a real life cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> I was a fan of. There's a, a player. His name was uh, uh, Chris Barnes, and uh, he and Todd Helton were uh, trying to. What, what name did you say? Clinton Barnes. You said Chris. I did. I realized my mistake after. I'll take a <laughs> shot. But they were like gunning a deer, and he like threw it his back. <laughs> Those are the best. Pretty, pretty amazing. Like Bumgarner. when people are just trying to live their lives. <laughs> Didn't Bumgarner like get thrown off in like an ATV? Yeah, I, he had yeah, something weird happen. There's some weird shit that's happened to players. I'm all about it though. I like when it happens. Somebody like tore their ACL going down a flight of stairs. That's what we were talking about. Some 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 quarterback. I think it was a quarterback. They had, like, slipped on one of their children's toys or something and, like, hurt themselves. I feel like it was Philip Rivers, but it might not have been. So, or somebody just less prestigious in every way. Tyrod Taylor. I don't think there is anybody less prestigious yeah. than Philip Rivers. Uh, mine is a twofold. It was, I'm sorry to interrupt. It was Kevin Cobb. <laughs> I knew it was a quarterback. <laughs> Kevin Cobb. Definitely not as important of a name. Yep. He, there goes a phone. Kind of fucking figure it out, bro. It's not me. It's the cord. Get a new cord. You have cords at home. Also, toast of excellence to GSWD for getting their first one in their podcast week. Oh, yeah. You mean like... But versus other shows. Podcast. Yeah, the, the, the not, one that yeah. we weren't invited to. I didn't, we didn't even get to make a pick. You did. No, we didn't. You influenced me. I won that. You asked us about two players, and then you picked a third player. They picked Hopkins. Kyle, what are you drinking? Worked out. What are you drinking? Big, Big Wing Haze IPA from Stony Creek Brew. All right. Uh, three of us are drinking. We had a GSWD party plus plus some. Oh, did you not do yours? No, I'll go real quick, though. Oh, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Twofold uh, Redskins coming back. And the what? The Redskins. Oh, the, wa- the Washington football That's another team. shot, sir. Yep. yep. Coming back and then uh, giving the, like, the game ball to uh, Kyle. I'm afraid of saying the wrong guy now. Ron Rivera. Oh. You good now? You got all that out of you? Roll, Roland Rivera. Jimmy Rollins Rivera. <laughs> so, I'm curious on your guys' thoughts. Oh, we're going to start the thing. Sorry, Matt, just real quick. Uh, we did it last year. I know Kendall was a huge fan. The um, the rundown with the song. Oh. <laughs> we're going to start <laughs> yes. that next week when there's not. like Because usually by the time we start the show, the Monday night game hasn't kicked off yet. 
Should we do a kind of recap and then like a, a what we think is going to happen the for the Monday game? Yeah. So sure. we'll do. We're going to start that next week, right? You good with everybody? Yeah. Well, yeah. You won't be here, Kyle. But we can do it at halftime. No. But. Well, Matthew oh, was talking, so TBD. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm going to be bummed you're not here. That's why I'm going to be bummed you're not here. I'll Skype in for that part. <laughs> what from the field? You know what, Paul? Don't even worry about it. I'm going to soundbite Kyle saying that, and I'll just hit play on it every time. That's something I've been slack about. I've been meaning to make a Kyle soundbar forever now. <laughs> You've been meaning to make a soundbar for all of us. Do it already. How much, more, how much more audio do you need? The hell would he do for the rest of us? Uh, I have many burps. Yeah, and you... I have nothing, Kyle. Yeah, you beat me to it. <laughs> That's it right there. That's the soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. Kyle. You gotta say Kyle at the end. I have nothing, Kyle. <laughs> Minus one yard per carry. Wow. Hmm. Pretty good. So, Matt, you were saying? Um, I'm curious on your guys' opinions on Carson Wentz. Uh, if you're going to blame him for that game, no, no, you're no, an no, 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 no. I'm just in general because his line did absolutely he's nothing to help him. He's a good quarterback. I think he's slightly inconsistent at times, but he's better than any other option they've had. But he can't stay healthy, and I think that. He didn't get it. Did he? He got an extension, right? Yes. How long is he under his contract for? Five years. And how old is he now? Like twenty-five. No, should be older than that. No. Yeah, he was a four-year uh, player at North Dakota. Should be like twenty-seven. He's twenty-seven. He'll turn twenty-eight this year. Really? Didn't yep. leave for that one. Well, he played four years, and he was he. The what? The year that the Eagles went to the Super Bowl was his second year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so and that was that was like three years ago. Yeah, so, um, but anyway, I, I don't know, man. It's just like it's one of those guys where, like, I feel like if I'm if, sorry, four year contract extension, so he's there through twenty four. Ah, I, I just feel like poor guy. It's so, not even poor guy. I just like I don't know. It's just so here's the thing that I feel. Um. I think Wentz is a good quarterback. I think at some points he looks like an MVP, and other times he looks like he's worse than Trubisky did. That's all. Um, I, I, Wentz, I don't know how that wasn't offensive. Trubisky is the poke fun quarterback right now. Oh, okay. Do you have somebody that I can substitute in? Seriously? There's a lot of people that you can poke fun at. But that's right. fine. Go so ahead. At some, so sometimes he looks like an MVP. Sometimes he looks worse than Jared Sidham. Um, at, Wentz used to be elite at avoiding contact and getting away from it. There were a couple of plays where he watched the defender just run down, run him down, just stare at him in the face like a deer in the headlights. I, well, when you get hit seventy three times, I, I know, and I know that that's going to do a lot to do it. But his decision making, his decision making is fine. He doesn't have the mobility that he used to have. But he doesn't need to have the mobility because he showed that he can be a pocket-passing quarterback. Yes. I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about because I, I saw highlights where, like, yeah, there were plays where he was pretty much staring down the defender that got him. But um, there were also plays where you couldn't even count to two before there were four defenders in the backfield. Oh, no doubt. So, I, I mean, what's, I mean, as an Eagles fan, I'd rather him sit there and, and see the sack and try to avoid it with his legs planted and try to wiggle away from it. Then try to run away and get shoestringed and get fucking hurt. Fair enough. 
I, I don't think he's I don't think he's bad. Is he a better quarterback than Dak? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Kyle? Yeah. Kendall? He's the best quarterback in that division. I, I think he is. Um, I think there is there is probably an aspect hey, of him being. You put shot. some respect on Daniel Jones's name. <laughs> I can't even say that with a goddamn straight face. Well, no, Daniel Jones isn't bad, but no. he's not better than Wentz. No, but he might be one day. He's showing. He's getting better. Yes, year by year. But but like you can't like Dak just can't win. Well, that wasn't on him last night. I will say that. Dak wasn't the reason that they lost. I don't think game. Dak's the reason the team's been losing either. I think no. it's been poor head coaching and whatnot. But poor head coaching and their defense didn't do shit last night. No, because they don't have any corners. My thing my my thing with the, the Cowboys is just they don't I thought Mike McCarthy would be a good answer, but he wasn't. And uh Well, it's only been one game. Okay, but at the end of the day, you have arguably the best running back in football. Yeah. Not arguably the best between the tackles running back in football. Yeah. And you don't run it. And they that's not. It. They ran it plenty last night. They threw away more than they should have. Yep. But they still ran it but plenty. They, what was the ratio? I want to say it was close to 50 50. That's not enough. Oh, you should be getting the lead. You have the. You have the. You're the best running back in football, and you're running it half the time. You should. I'm sorry, but second, sh- but second half, he wasn't getting anything. Well, he was getting stuffed two it, yards into it. It doesn't matter. It that's the problem with all NFL teams. That's why the teams with the best running backs suck dick because oh, we have to throw it sixty percent of the time. We're down to seven points. Three passing plays in a row. We got to go for 10, 15 yards three times in a row. We're down seven points. It's panic. We got to throw. That's all it is now. It's it's absolute horseshit. You look at these teams. Look at the teams that go out every single year and are in championship games or make it to the Super Bowl. Last year, did Kansas City have an elite running back? Even considerably close to elite running back? No. Okay. San Fran? I mean, people would say the Mostert, but no. Who would say Mostert? That was a committee. I mean, it was definitely it was most heavy. Baltimore, not counting Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Mark Ingram's a solid running back, but he's not elite by any standards. Because they go, because you know why? Because they go out, they, they don't overthink it. They run the ball. They get their committee involved. Dallas runs the football sixty forty. I bet you that they add two wins to their every season they've had since. In between the tackles, best running back, hands down. Well, on third and three, I am trusting Ezekiel Elliott more than I am trusting anybody else on that team. That's fair. But they don't do that. Instead, what? How many times? How many times you watch a lot of football, Kendall? You probably average three games a week, right? Yeah. If you can't watch all Sunday, you'll watch Thursday, Monday. But yeah. three, three, four games a week. How many times on third and three or shorter do you see a pass play of more than eight yards? Well, I see a lot of teams trying to be cute and get and get bigger than the situation is. Like, yep. you know, oh, hey, let's third and three. Let's do a play action and go 17 and then, yards and down the field. And then they do the opposite because it's because of the passing thing. Everyone tries to get cute. Oh, it's third and three. Let's go for the play action deep shot. Meanwhile, it's third and ten. Let's go for the screen pass. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of backwards, you know... It's fourth and one. Let's run a one-yard dig route 
and hope for the best. And, you know, and there is something to be said that, hey, every once in a while you pull out that type of play because it is, well, maybe not anymore, but it was unexpected. But and there's nothing wrong, you know, calling a scheme like that. But to do it every time, every every situation, to be you know passing on a, on a short down, like oh, we'll fool him again. It, it, it's bad. bad I'll principle. also I'll also take a shot. It was not fifty fifty. It was by far double passes to running back. It was forty pass attempts to twenty rushing attempts. So the thing is, they have this ability. They don't use it enough. That's the problem, in my opinion. But you see that a lot with teams that have top-notch running backs. I mean, it was even an issue that the Packers tried to start addressing it last year. They're like, hey, Aaron Jones is pretty good. We should start letting him run it more. <laughs> well, the Panthers got cute uh, yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was Did 14 not. inches with like 50 seconds left in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't give it to McCaffrey? They gave it to the fullback. <laughs> I'm sorry, but McCaffrey can make people miss. The fullback is just... No, it's, like, I, it's like a quarterback in that situation. I don't have as many of a I don't have a big problem with that play, and the reason for it is because you're right. McCaffrey can make people miss, but when you start trying to make people miss, when when your goal is to go out and make someone miss, is when you get blown up behind the line. Yeah. So I mean, I don't have a problem with them giving it to the fullback in that situation, but if you're gonna do that, then I w- I would have just I would have given it to McCaffrey up the middle. Yeah. Like, but I, I wouldn't want him out there trying to make people miss. No, that's a bad. Not idea. in a fourth and inches situation. Third yeah. and one, maybe. But I mean, that was an out of game too. They were behind. and They battled back, and they got behind again. It's just you know. Well, that's how they're going to play all year. Mm-hmm. Their defense is too young to like compete. They're just a young team in general. Yeah. I mean, who's the oldest player on their team? Teddy Bridgewater, probably. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> is Greg Olson still there? No, yeah. he's a Seahawk. He's a Seahawk. He scored. Oh my god, I forgot yeah. about that. It's the hottest player in, in in Seattle right now. Um, hey, Jimmy Graham scored a touchdown for the Bears. I saw that. Did he? He also dropped cool. a touchdown. No, oh, shame on him. Well, got to give one, you know. Speaking of uh, the Bears and the laughing stock of Mitchell Trubisky, what'd you guys think? He was named the starter. Real rough first half, real good second half. Uh, real good fourth quarter, really rough first three. It doesn't matter. I think, I personally never thought he sucked. Like, I was, I was watching the Ram Bears game last year, and I was talking to him about it. I was like, he has a lot of good throws. Yeah, I really think that he needs other coach than he just Nagy. Has, he just makes a lot of bad decisions. Well, for the life of me, what I still can't figure out, and like you're starting to see more and more articles about it now that he's having has had some success, is that um, you know, when he gets out of the pocket, it kind of opens up a different realm for him. Mm-hmm. Like it's... yesterday, he had a pretty prime third and <laughs> six twenty yard Bless scramble. You. But he can't do that in the pocket. He has to be able to get out, and, like, they won't change the playbook for him. You know, it's funny because... Like, not even change the playbook, but, like, just just alter allow, the scheme a little bit. Right, allow for rollouts. Because it's funny. Last year, the Rams were having the same issue with Jared Goff down the stretch. They let him get out of the pocket more, and we suddenly started doing better. We did it last night against Dallas. Goff spent all offseason practicing, getting out of the pocket, designed rollouts. It works. My thing with the with Trubisky for yesterday was I think that um, I think he played pretty well. He did have a couple throws that weren't so good. There was one play I think it was to Anthony Miller where like he threw it pretty behind him and whatnot. And, and, and you know, it's, it's gonna game. happen. He's young. It's not well. It's not even that he's young. It's just that he's. He's he's not. If he was going to be a Patrick Mahomes, we'd know by now. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like he's going to have inaccuracies and things like that. That's going to happen, no doubt. But 
he also had some really money throws that were not easy that were dropped. No, he's had he had a scramble with like a twenty three yard sidearm laser that Graham dropped in the end zone in the first quarter. He also had a couple passes that Anthony Miller dropped throughout the game. So I mean, there were potential plays. It could have been a very different game in the beginning. And my thing, the, the offense that Mitch Trubisky needs to be in is he cannot, he can't be in, he can't be in one of those forty sixty running offenses. He needs to be in an offense where they run the ball, ground and pound. That's what he needs. And he, not not saying that he shouldn't. You, but there's quarterbacks. There's always been a history of quarterbacks that aren't out there to throw all the time. Alex Smith is one of them. Right. That's not a bad thing. People no. want to criticize. Oh, he's just, he's not throw all the time. Well, if you don't have to, then why? Yeah, and exactly. And they the Bears were having offensive line through running back were having some serious success. They were having some serious success running the ball yesterday, and I think it would have been a different game had they didn't go down so big early. Mm-hmm. In the second half, because then they had to stop running the ball. Because they, they went down 17 points. Right. Which, still, 17 points, down 17 points halfway through the third, doesn't, to me, signify that you can't run the ball anymore. No. But that's the NFL. That's the way it works. I mean, you even see it the way they design Madden now. If, you played, if you're playing against a, a team in, in Madden where you have a seven or more point lead in the fourth quarter, they don't run the ball at all, ever. Like, never. I've seen fourth and inches play where they throw a Hail Mary. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, um... I think the big takeaway is that he didn't throw any picks. Yes, that's a There were a couple takeaway. balls that could have been picked, but he, at the end of the day, he didn't throw any picks. And we don't live off of coulda, shoulda, wouldas, because if we live off that, then stats would be very different. Yes. Um, I think what's, I think if I'm a Bears fan, after what happened last year with Mitch Trubisky and everything, and the defense, all the injuries, and then you come into this one, they name Mitch the starter, you got your defense back and everything like that, and then you go out and you play that Lions game you have, at the end of the day, even though Mitch didn't light up the stat sheet all game long like people thought he should have and this and that or the other thing, my problem is how do you go out when the Lions, a team that's not even noted for their offensive line, doesn't have two of their starters and you still only get one sack, and it's from Akeem Hicks? Mac get any pressures? You got pressures, but Mac should be getting a sack against that team. And people are like, well, Robert Quinn was out, and it's like he wasn't there last year. Robert Quinn wasn't last wasn't there last year, and Leonard Floyd was so buns that it's might as well have not been there either. So it's like you pretty got much got a sack last his, night, huh? Got a sack last night. Leonard Floyd, yeah, he's a Ram. Oh, I thought he was a Giant for some reason. No, that's where he was going to go. He's still buns. Leonard <laughs> Floyd's not good. Okay, why you think he's good? No, I don't think anything of him yet. I haven't watched more than a game of him. That's not true. All right, I haven't watched more than a game of him in a Rams uniform. I don't remember what I watched in a Bears uniform. Well, I mean, you, he played so bad last year against the Rams, he might as well have worn a Rams uniform. <laughs> um, He'll get you sacks. That's no problem. But when the running back gets one-on-one with him and it's third and ten, you pretty much can guarantee that you're giving up the first down. Yeah. Which is pretty buns for somebody as fast as he is. <laughs> um, can I use this? The Lions to- blew that game. That's I'm sorry. I meant to finish up. The Lions lost that game. The Bears didn't win it. The Lions lost it. They gave up all those points. Stafford had that tipped ball that was picked, and then rookie running back Swift dropped a wide-open touchdown. Which is just unfortunate, because that's going to eat that kid for months. Ooh. Well, that's, what's gonna, that's what separates the good ones oh, from the bad Andrew ones. Swift? If, yep, that's what separates the good ones from the bad ones. You know, it's The team's not going to lose. The, the Lions have nothing to lose. 
So no, they don't. The team's not going to lose confidence in him if he keeps, starts dropping passes. That's going to be his. That's going to be because he can't get out of his own head. Yep. He, he literally turned his head before like the ball even got to him. That's why he dropped. No, right. I'm just saying it's a. It was a dumb rookie mistake, and it's a. It's a mistake that you see a lot of overconfident receivers make a lot. You see it all the time. Um, can I use that as a segue? Sure. How much football did you watch yesterday? I watched everything. Kyle. Uh, from like three to uh, three, like from like two thirty to like seven. Paul, I watched the Bears game. Uh, let's do uh biggest uh achievers and biggest underachievers, biggest surprises. I guess we could call it. For I mean, I, I I looked at like highlights and stuff because of the yeah, show. That's fair enough. But I gotta tell you, while 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 everyone starts thinking about it, just because I, I I wish no one knew you were gonna do this except for you, so I'll give them some time. Yep. Um. Last year and the year before, it was kind of like a talk, talk, talk all summer for me, and then a change of heart. But this year, I don't know if it's because I found this like new love, this rekindled love for baseball or whatever. But I, yesterday was like twelve fifty five, and I was like, "Oh, the Bears are kicking off," and I didn't care at all. Yeah, but you've been trending that way for the last year. You've been talking about how much you hate football. But but, but when the season starts, it's always been the same thing. Like I was like, "Okay," and blah blah blah, and then I watch games, like even non Bears games. But, like, I got home, and, Kyle, what did I do? I watched about two minutes of that Saints-Bucks game. Then I just went to bed. I was so tired. I didn't even care about the Rams game. I was like, I don't care about this game. I don't want to watch it. And, like, tonight, if we didn't have the podcast, the only way I would have watched this game was if I found myself going into Kyle's room, because he would have had it on. Otherwise, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have watched it. Well, it's also different, because the White Sox are now in. Like number one, the but it's like, but I don't but like the thing, but it's like, but like the White Sox that they didn't play, they weren't playing last night. No, I know. I'm just you know what I'm saying. Like I just didn't care. I didn't. I wasn't excited about it Sunday morning. You know, usually like Sunday morning, this and that. Like I checked my fantasy teams because I, I want. I don't like being that guy that goes you know and sets a lineup with four guys hurt or not not playing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, I do it for the integrity of the league, but like I just didn't care. And you know what? I hope it stays that way. Hey, you'll find a love for it again. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm you, over you will when you realize that Cody Parkey is a brown. Ugh. I knew that already. Yeah, he got signed today. Well, he, they were trying him out, so I, I, he's he's the perfect kind of brown. dude. That team is a fucking disaster. All right, so do you oh, want to talk do, about do, that? Yeah, I do. I thought you were about to like. Well, he had a segment that he already. Started. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Kyle. Not Go good. ahead and use that as your overachiever, underachiever. Uh, I just I can't wait for two weeks from now. That's my favorite podcast that we're gonna have two weeks from now. When everything sorts itself out. Nope. When Kyle and Mock are finally together on a podcast, and all three of us can all sit here and firmly back Kyle while he talks about how shitty Baker Mayfield is, because he's had <laughs> enough time to prove it, and he has shown nothing. Yeah, he's been bad. So that's your underachiever, the Browns. No, no, like yes. Baker Mayfield. Oh, we talk, like just player wise. Yeah, player. Well, either or, whatever. Yeah. Odell Beckham's can... been a big fucking underachiever. I'm talking start of the. I think year. it's, but it's start the same thing. You, uh, we said it about Trubisky, right? Get get a different coach and see. And this about Trubisky, I don't think it's his fault. I don't think it's Odell's fault. Baker sucks. He is bad. I'll take an Odell. <laughs> fucking um, David Njoku got hurt. 
again. Yeah. Towards ACL. He's kind of a lot like no, James Conner. No, sprained his MCL. A lot of people already out for long, in extended periods of time. Which is very funny because people are using the IR slot like uh, the 15-day DL in baseball. <laughs> just, all right, go sit out three games. You'll be fine. <laughs> Which is just very funny to me. Um, biggest underachiever? The Colts. The 49ers. No. I don't think the 49ers are an underachiever. Jimmy G looked fucking terrible yesterday. Yeah, but the 49ers didn't underachieve. All I right, mean, so Jimmy G then as an underachiever. I would say the Cardinals overachieved. I was going to say that as well. I think that they just kind of they played, played, well. played better than the 49ers. I think the 49ers kind of slept on a little bit. You also got to think about it. Who the fuck is Jimmy G throwing the ball to? George Kittle. Okay. Raheem Mostert. Yeah. Well, did Jimmy G turn Probably the ball running back as a receiver thing. That's not an excuse. It's a Kyle Shanahan thing. It's a staple of his offense. Guess what? But it's not. But it's, it doesn't work. Yeah, but it, that doesn't work when it's third and twelve. Your running back is no longer a viable threat. And I'm sorry, but Patrick Peterson's fully healthy. Yeah. yeah. Buda Baker. Buda Baker is a top five, six safety in the NFL. I okay, saw a lot so, of. I, so hold on. And they so, still have a pass rush. So let me ask you this: Who was he throwing to last year? Emmanuel Sanders, George Kittle, and Raheem Mostert. But, yeah, it may, but, uh, but but guy Debo Samuel was pretty good. He wasn't there yesterday. Seriously, so thing Debo's there. No, yeah. dude. He but was still, even if he's receiver. an egg, you took out, you took, you took away the only two receivers they have. He's throwing to guys like Kendrick Bourne, who's average. Well, not going to create the, any separation. The 49ers also had this very strange running back arc where it was Breida heavy early on. Then it was the guy from I can't remember his name now. Seven um, Coleman. I think Seven you guys Coleman. hit it on the head. I I, I don't think the 49ers underachieved. I, I think the, the the Cardinals overachieved. Yeah, and showed they put up a lot of points. And and I think that I think it could just I think it's it kind of shows what Murray was missing last year was a legitimate wide receiver threat. Fourteen passes to DeAndre, and then Hopkins. they went out and got the best threat they could. Yeah, uh, you know, but, yeah, but like think about it, like fourteen catches, but like he. Caught basically, I think it was thirteen out of fourteen. He caught. No, yeah. he caught. He had fourteen receptions. Okay, yeah, a touch not taken away too, but he had one hundred fifty yards. Yeah, that's a lot of yards, man. Like he didn't have that. He had like Larry Fitzgerald, who is aging. No, right? aged. Yeah, aged. <laughs> Christian Kirk is is I. Christian Kirk's overrated as shit. They don't have a tight end really. Nope. So now they have three guys. Again, like Drake's a whatever, but. I, I I know, I, and, but there was a lot of hype about Kyler Murray coming into the year based off of last year, and I, I, I agree. I think they overachieved. I think the Colts underachieved a big time. Yeah. Philip Rivers did not look good. Marlon Mack out for the year. Defense didn't play well. Offensive line, meh, okay. But the tight ends didn't do well. T. Y. Hilton, I don't think did anything really. Yeah, forty-five yards. I mean, the, the whole team like didn't show up. Against a team that they should have been able to slam the door on in the first quarter. That's what teams do. I would put a bit into that Buffalo underachieved. I think they should have won way bigger than they did. You know, I think got up twenty one nothing. I think they just went on. Cruise yeah, they control. went on. Coast, they yeah. went on cruise control. I mean, even they could have been up twenty eight nothing. You know, an but unnecessary I turnover. Right. I, any... I don't know. I won't. I won't buy into the no. underachieved for Buffalo. They, they got I. the win, and they, they went on. They went on. They, they went straight up on just like that hey, was garbage time. Boys. Let's yeah, we're, we're up twenty one nothing. The defense can handle this. The only blip for me, really, the turnovers are going to happen. The only thing for me was Josh Allen's real weird throwaway that he had yep. with Diggs wide open in the end zone, or whoever it was. Yeah, it was he rolled the, out to the left. He rolled out and threw it, it like way over his head, like he was clearing it out, like that. So I guess that would be my my thing. You know, it's like 
Yes, it was the first game of the season. Yes, it's a young quarterback. But I just think that there was opportunity for Buffalo to really tear into the Jets, and it, it didn't really turn out that way. Yeah, but Buffalo. But would really... you be looking at Buffalo as a different team if they won by 14 more points? I don't know. I think I might. Why? I don't know. I just I feel it's like you know because there's so much speculation that hey this was going to be the team to really take yeah, but, the AFC but this by is the storm. way they're going to win games though they're not going to win games by putting up a hundred points. No, but I agree. But I think versus the they're Jets gonna, you could. Yeah, but uh, but then I so what I think you're doing in this situation is you're overhyping Buffalo to underachieve next week when they don't do that when they're not when they're not playing the Jets. Yeah, they're playing the Dolphins. I mean. <laughs> Well, I'm just well, saying, but it's like, but it's the same kind of thing all the time. Like people, you overhype the Patriots when they're all good, and then they go and have a dud game against Miami. Like it's, but people expect that they always lose to Miami. But the, but, but, but like they, real, they really don't though. That was the thing. They really didn't. It's like a few games in Miami that yeah, happens. It's, <laughs> it's just a few games, and every time they have lost to Miami, it meant nothing to the Patriots. <laughs> so it's like, but like, I I don't think they underachieved. I think I think what you're doing is as a Buffalo supporter, <laughs> I think you're setting them up for an underachievement later. Here's a big surprise. Because they played the Jets. No, I, mean, I remember. They played, arguably, the worst team in the AFC. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I just, I think we're saying the same thing. You know, I, no, I no, no. You're saying that they underachieved. I'm saying they, that they, they played fine. <laughs> That's exactly what we're saying. Is you know, that not what we're saying? You know who's <laughs> in a lot of trouble, in my opinion? The Chargers. Yeah. yeah. They don't know how to use their running back correctly. The Chargers are in a weird spot right now where they had the players to contend, but not the quarterback to contend. They're, they're, they're exactly where the Bears were when they made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The, they have the ability to put together an elite defense that's going to need a lot of paying and an offense that they have no idea what they're They're not going to face the Bengals every week. So, And they didn't. Not, did they beat the Bengals? Yeah, 16-13. Oh. By a missed field goal from yep. like 15 yards. Chip shot. Yep. And then he <sighs> grabbed his calf and then came out and said, oh, my other calf strain. And it's just like. Just own up to it, my guy. You missed. Yeah. Bad look. Um. Anyway, the Bills didn't underachieve. This no, is, I, I agree with. I'm that. gonna. I, the Bills. This is how they're gonna win games against any opponent, and, and that's that's fine. I just think Josh Allen. Josh Allen's going to to miss receivers. Josh Allen's gonna be a lot like Trubisky, just way more mobile. He's gonna have very inaccurate what the fuck moments. He's going to probably average a turnover a game. He runs so much. His and it, he gets hit a lot. He's gonna average a turnover a game. But their defense is studly. Their running game is promising. And now they actually have a threat at wide receiver. Which, in my opinion, is only going to help Josh Allen with more rushing yards. Because Diggs is going to go deep. They didn't have to worry about anybody going deep last year. Throughout that game, like, Diggs had eight catches for 86 yards. John Brown had 66 and a touchdown. That's how they're going to play. They're not going to put up a lot of points. They're going to put up between 21 and 28. Well, one thing they do very well is they control the clock. That's why they don't score that many points because but, they use but the But those drives result in touchdowns more often than not. Yeah. So, so that's you, why they don't score that much, Kendall. Because they, they used all the clock. Yeah, but what if was you the have final seven, score of the game? It was 27. Yep. So they won by 10 points? Yep. Last so your opinion of them would really be different if they won 37-17? I just think that the margin of victory, I would have been like, wow. Or even if it was versus the Jets. like I, I, I expected, especially with the drives they had and, and you know the, the un, not unnecessary turnovers. Sometimes you can't control it. But so, the, the turnovers that occurred. So just for your reference. What if they go 16-0 on okay. this exact same pattern that they had hold against on. the Jets? Would Real they have quick. underachieved? Real quick, I want to help you out here. Hold on, hold on. I want to help you out with your argument here. With... Three minutes and 16 seconds left in the game. 
in the fourth quarter, the score was 27 to 10. So Three garbage time touchdown. Right. It was 27 this to 10. This is Sean Watson to Kendall. My point is that they could have went into the half 28 nothing. He turns the ball over. They go down and score. And it kind of it, – it, it sh- they won the game. I'm just, I'm just it, saying – Don't you dare say it shifted momentum. And that, I was not going to say it shifted momentum. You but, were going to say no, it. No, <laughs> I was, I was going to say that – But they scored a field goal. But they weren't going to score anything. Kendall. You know, why can't I just have an opinion? You know, <laughs> yeah, screw yeah. you guys. I didn't bring up garbage facts either. I, we don't, no, we, we you can't, Buffalo but the point gonna... of this, don't you want argument on the show? I do. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> no one's calling you an idiot. Yeah. Fuck you, Kendall, you idiot. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, it's, I, I understand you, what you're saying, but like, I, what I think you're doing in this situation is I think that you're putting the Jets on this, like, 0-16 one and fifteen pedestal, and the, and the, and the bills am. on this fourteen and two pedestal. So, like, no one's saying that. We, I don't think anyone's going into this season saying, "Oh, the bills are going to win fourteen games." No, the, the the idea was just that we didn't know what we were going to get out of this Patriots team. So, I think the bills are the favorites to win the division. So, keep in mind, San Fran won the division not that long ago at seven and nine. So, like Seattle, so Seattle's can, we, can we talk about? I'm not done. Hold on. So, my point being, I think that's where your head at is at in terms of this underachieving thing. I think the Bills are still an eleven and five team, and the Jets are a four and twelve team. So, with that being said, like I think you're looking at it from more of a standpoint. If like the Chiefs had played the Jags, and that was what happened, in my opinion, that's where I think your Uh, head's at in it. Because I think you, along with a lot of people, and there's no shame in this because they are a very promising team, and it's they're very exciting to watch. The Bills are being held to a higher pedestal than what their actual talent is right now. That's fair. And I, and I can agree with that. I guess, and, and you're, you're right, I there I am putting the Jets at the bottom of the, the barrel here. I, I, I for right. sure and, am. And they are. They're the bottom of the barrel team in the AFC. There's no doubt about it. But, I don't know, my thing is yeah, just that, that is. Rodney McLeod? Ray Ray McLeod. Oh. My, my thing is just that, like, the, the, the Bills, they are the exact team that we think they are. It's just a matter of how many ex- last second wins they can get. Because you got to remember, like the Bills now, like the Bills are, 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 are they're in the same boat that the Patriots have been in for years, where it's like, like they're they're supposed to go out and beat the Jets and the the Dolphins now, so they're they're supposed to get four wins out of their division, if not six. Yeah. So you're wrong. You're an idiot. Fuck no, you. no, no. Um. All right, go ahead, Mass. What were you gonna say? James Conner's made out of glass. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, my favorite stat from that game. Um, both Frank Gore and Le'Veon Bell rushed six times. Frank Gore averaged four yards a rush. Le'Veon averaged two. Le'Veon got hurt. Did he? Yep. Yeah, he pulled a hamstring. Uh, tweeted today and said nothing was wrong with his hamstring. But he got hurt, though. He, he exited the game. Oh, your bitch ass is going to come in? Even so. Gore still ran better than him. That's just very funny to me. And I made a big mistake. Stay your ass in the back. Not signing Hauschka. <laughs> big mistake. He hurt his foot last year, didn't he? Who? He, he had some weird He injury. sucks. Yeah. Oh, he's good. No, no, he's not, Kendall. You know why? I bought you a jersey, and then he went into decline. That's not true. Yeah. He actually had his best years kind of going into Buffalo. And then towards the end of his Buffalo career, it was less good. But Yeah, so, so the, the last two years. Yeah, so he had a... Which is when decent. you got his jersey. No, I think I got it first year. 
I don't think so. I don't remember why I bought it. I feel it like you only got it from him two years ago. Yeah, you, I, I mean, you still haven't worn it. Hey, I, so, I, I've worn uh, it like five times. Like, you yell at me for about the... Uh, because I, at least I know where that jersey is. Oh, wow. I knew that was coming. <laughs> hey, so... Uh, he knows where the Cam Hayward jersey is. He just doesn't wear it. <laughs> yeah. It's, hey, it, so yeah. how about them Jaguars? What about them? Hey. They looked pretty good yesterday. Garden the Jaguars hoops. are in the... They're in the exact same boat as the 49ers. The Jaguars did not do anything special. The Colts underachieved by a lot. Even so. The Jaguars will probably get beat beat by like 52 points next week. Probably, but it's fun watching Minshew play. (laughs) Not really. He's a fun guy, but... He only had 190 yards. Yeah, I I don't know. The only thing thing exciting about Minshew is that he's just always having fun. But... I mean, that Jaguars team is trash. (laughs) It's trash. It's a trash football team. Yeah, that team's a show if it was. When your best player on your entire team is DJ Shark. <laughs> yeah. Well, Josh Allen. The, the other Josh Allen. Yeah. Spencer Dent. No. Yeah. Or, uh, can anybody name a safety on that team? Uh, I can name their linebacker, Miles Jack. Thanks. Guy. Oh, never mind. Best player on the team, Miles Jack, for sure. <laughs> Forgot about him. He could just count as a safety also. He's their best player. But he won't be there for long. No. The Broncos are calling. Aww. Um, does anybody else have anything that they want to throw in? Uh, another another perfect example of a third and five when you went for 25-yard play. Yep. Because that's the NFL these days. Are you peeing already? You could just ask me. I'm right here. Oh, I don't like you. Hey, so... Um, ask me. Could you give me a beer, please? No. <laughs> so, do we want to talk about baseball or do we want to save that for the second hour? Yeah, we'll start, start a fresh combo. All right. I mean, Kendall, you're up on the mic. Up on the mic? Yeah. Um, I was actually, uh, for a while, uh, impressed with Jared Goff. Um, All right. So, Kendall's off the mic. <laughs> Kyle? No, for, for a little while, I, I was liking the throws. Um, I, I was actually admittedly kind of tired. I, I watched the whole game, but my my competence of, of kind of what was happening towards the end uh, – Thank Here, you. let me let me sum it up. I liked what Robert Wood was doing in the first drive. Yeah, he was pretty good. <laughs> so let me sum it up for you. Cowboys, good pass rush. Rams, not so good O line. Game plan: throw ball quick. Hey, that's how you have to draw it up sometimes. And for a little while, it was working. You know, you get it worked figured, for a lot of while. You get figured out after a while, but we just you know. do the same thing we've done every year under Sean McVay. We stall in the red zone. Jared Goff's best years are behind him. He hasn't Who's been the starting s- running back. He hasn't been the same since he was in the notebook. I did laugh very hard when they were talking pregames. Like, you know, Jared Goff's got a new attitude. His teammates like, oh, shut up, just stop, stop talking. Yes, please do just stop talking. <laughs> and then Jared they were Goff doing the pregame predictions, and uh, came to Chris Sims, and Chris Sims was like, "Yeah, I'm picking the Rams." I'm like, fuck, we're gonna lose. <laughs> And then Tony Dungeon was like, yeah, I'm also picking the Rams. It's like, I'm conflicted now. <laughs> like, who did Rodney Harrison pick? Cowboys. Cowboys. That's why. They lost. He is a very bad animal. That whole crew no, that, is terrible. It's probably the worst ever. That, that crew is so bad. The only good one on there is Dungey. No. He's got no personality. Yeah. No. Doesn't mean he's not a good analyst. 
I mean, he 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 could draw on the the, the screen pretty good, I guess. You know? Tony Dungy is a good analyst for like Sirius XM Radio. Yes, like, and listen, I like Tony Dungy infinitely more than Rodney Harrison for obvious reasons, but. I hate, I hate watching that show. Six years old. Oh, right. Tony Dungy beat your Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. Robin no, Harrison no, no. played for your Patriots, <laughs> you stupid Rockets fan. <laughs> hey, speaking of the Rockets fan, Dan Tony's looking at the Sixers job. Well, he's going to go to the We're not talking Knicks. about that right now, Kyle. No, That'll be third hour, Kyle. I'm excited about it. Why? Third hour. You might score third hour. You third want, hour. You third pop. hour. Third hour. Here you go. First of all, don't tell me what to do. I just did. What time is it? Uh, currently 9 o'clock. What time do we start? Uh, 8 8.30. 8.30. 8.15. Are you sure? All right. All right. Miss Sanderson. Yeah, yeah Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, we could talk about the New Orleans Saints and Tampa There's Bay. There's nothing to talk about. The Buccaneers didn't play that good week one, but they will. Yes, they will once they actually get on. Well, you know, once, once once Mike Evans and like isn't hurt and gets more than a catch. Also, uh, Drew Brees needs to learn how to throw the ball more than four fucking yards. It's so frustrating. He can't. He can't. He, he can. has a noodle for an arm. No, he doesn't. Sure, he does. On what grounds, Mister Checkdown? His passes more than ten yards down the field are not accurate. You gotta at least try something. I don't, I well, don't, I don't buy into that. I think that he still does have a very deep it's, accurate it's, ball. It's tough to he criticize just, the number one passer <laughs> of all time. Yeah, but I mean, his receivers are so good after the catch. Well, be that as it may, his receiver only Michael Thomas. Hmm. He did, none of that was a thing for him before that. I mean, you didn't throw five yards to Graham, Colston, Robert Meacham, Horn, Meacham. Any of those guys. Oh, and he still doesn't James, throw. Joe, Joe Horn was pretty terrible. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, we're going to stop you right there. He was kind of terrible. <laughs> but my thing is is that, like, you see Breeze take those shots. I, I think he did take more of them yesterday because Michael Thomas wasn't in the game. Yeah. But Michael Thomas, look, Breeze knows. If I don't target him 12 times, he's going to cry. Yep. And I don't want to deal with that. So... There was one At Michael Thomas, fuck you guy. <laughs> Alvin Kamara completely missed the block. And Breeze got fucking killed. Yeah. You guys fucking suck. So uh, one fun thing we can—I shouldn't say fun. This is actually really sad. Um, injuries uh, this week. Cowboys had four players out. I think within a total of ten plays. Starting tight end tore his ACL on a non-contact. Um, Blake Jarwin. Thank you. I couldn't remember his name. Um, Leighton Vanderesh broke his collarbone. Was it the second time breaking his collarbone? Uh, no, he did I'm something to Sean his, Lee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did something to his neck last year. Sean Lee's also out for the season, though. <laughs> uh, if he's not, he will. No, no, he is. Nobody's blown on him yet. Nobody's gone. No, he, he was out for the season before it started. Ah, okay. Um, well, that's very Sean Lee-like. Uh, they lost one of their swing tackles. I can't remember. It was Cam Irving, I think. Is that a position? That's what they called him. But he is that was, a position, though? I mean, if you really break down really old school intellect, like, so like, no, like you know, I ever heard like the, the ridiculous names for for running backs. Like, this is the the like no one calls him an up back, but that's that is like a technical right, like one. scat back. Like yeah. that's not a turn. That's not a real position. Like you can break down for every position. There's seven different positions within a position. 
So I think they just called him the swing tackle that night because he was switching out with the rookie. Uh, they lost him, uh, and they lost one other player on special teams, and I can't remember who it was. But uh, never heard anything about the mid snapper. Really, no. the short snapper and the long snapper. Um, Colts lost uh, Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack to an ACL. Why they drafted the rookie? Um, what other big injuries am I missing? Because there were a couple. Um, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. George Kittle. Kittle's out next week already. Um, Seahawks didn't lose anybody, did they? Not yet. They will, though. Oh, yeah. Four it's, or five offensive linemen. Yeah. It, it's just how Seattle runs now. Um, do it on purpose. We had our first ejection. Yeah. The first bullshit ejection of the season. That was really weird. How was it bullshit? I... He wasn't headbutting the official. He touched the official. Yeah, I don't know how that whole thing even happened. Why it just like doesn't make any sense. The the rule states that you cannot make contact with an official. And he did that. Plenty of players have backed up into an official. That's, by accident. The, but that's walked, an accident. He, walked, he was standing face to face and put his helmet in his chest. Was You're gonna tell me that was an accident? Oh my my bad stripes. I was just trying to tie my cleats. I didn't see your full vertical striped body right in front of me. Like, it was weird because he was walking forward, then, like, lowers his head and keeps walking. Yeah, I'm not saying, I'm not, look, I'm not saying that it wasn't a a soft ejection, but you made it, you made it a standard that the refs are untouchable people for a, for, for a intent touching. So, it's a black and white play. It's not, it's like anything, it's like a face mask. Like, that's the whole reason they did away with the... The the intent face mask, for the, you know, because that, that used to be a thing, for those of you who are new to football. They, they used to have, what was it, 10 yards if it was, or 5 yards for unintentional face masks, 15 for intentional. Yeah, it's like... I, and it was the ref's entire job to go, oh, I think you did it on purpose. <laughs> like, fuck that. They made it 15, first down, no matter what. Yeah. Hand so, so touch the face. Exactly. Fine. So, well, they can touch the face, you just can't curl. Now, the same thing with the ref. Don't touch them intentionally, and you're good. Yeah, if someone backpedals into them, or they, like, throw the ball and the ref's not looking and it hits them, or whatever, you know, or, like, when you see, like, like when he's coming down pleading his case and he puts his hand on his back, like, type of thing, like, that's different. But, I mean, even if you did it softly, putting your helmet into some guy's chest, there's there's got to be some, uh, hey, watch out, guy. <laughs> Watch your step. But either way, really weird. Don't know why it happened. You guys uh, want to go into break? That's fine. Yeah. We can go to break. We'll come back. Kyle, you can talk MLB or do you want to wait till the third hour? We can talk MLB. You want to talk wait till the third hour? Uh, it's up to you. We'll see you guys on the other side. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk, live on the PPRN Radio Network and Spreaker. Yeah. Um, we're here to talk about things. And stuff? Huh? Stuff, too, or just no, things? Just things. Okay. We don't talk about stuff in this podcast. That's for getting stuff with sports. Oh. You My can bad. catch them on Mondays from 4 to 5 to 8.06 a.m. Hey, Kendall? Yes. Show me your face. Gross. I agree. That was pretty good. 
All right. I had a really gross milk burp today. Was it the breast? Yeah, it was one of those ones where like I burped and then the the regurgitation caused a milk bubble <laughs> oh, that yep. came up my throat and popped in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, big fan. This hey, so how we feeling about it. MLB boys? It's a sport that's happening. Okay. Yeah. Kendall, take us a break. I'm not happy yeah. with it. Why is that, Kyle? Because Reese Hoskins is done for the year. Yeah, and JT's done for a little bit. Uh, you guys are still in the playoffs. You're still in the playoffs. Well, that brings us to a good question. Yep. Let's talk about playoffs. That's not a question. Mm. Yeah, it's more of a How? Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think playoffs are going to shake up to be? Oh, so Dodgers. I see what he was doing there, but he did a pretty poor job executing yeah, well, it. I was well, very concerned so with the best the... team in the the best team in the league right now is the Dodgers. I believe they're. At, I can't remember the loss. I think they have thirty two wins going into today. Uh, 33 and 14. Check. 33 and 14. And then I think second best is the White Sox at 30 and 16 going into today. White Sox, 30 and 16. Yep. And then, so in the in the NL, Dodgers are, are leading the charge by a lot. And then other division leaders are the Cubs and the Braves. And then I believe your two seeds in each of those divisions are the Marlins. Yep. Are in the, the East, I believe the Central is... Cardinals. Is it the Cardinals? Yep. And then out west would be the Rockies. Uh, we have the Padres. Padres. Padres, yeah. Padres. Padres. Yep. And then in the AL, you have the White Sox in the Central with the best record in the AL. You have the um, Rays in the East and the Athletics in the West. Yep. And then your two seeds, I believe, are the Twins in the Central. Yep. And then I believe Toronto climbed up to the two, right? Yep. They're, they're 20, sitting pretty at two right now. And then um, out west is uh, yeah, Houston. Houston. Yep, they're playing 500 ball if I'm correct, right? Yep. Yeah. And then your two wild cards are Cleveland and the Yankees right now, right? Yes, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. So I guess this year too, the playoffs are a little bit different. So it's the top two teams from each division, and then the next after that, the remaining six or nine teams. It's best two record wise, regardless of division standings. And it's so still like kind of high versus low. It'll be one to eight, two yeah, to yeah, seven, yeah. yeah. So no buys, kind of thing. I believe the, they still haven't actually finalized it yet, which is ridiculous to think. But the whole first round, I believe, is a uh, uh, three three series or three game series. So the one and the two seed will play wild card teams, and then the three will play the six, and the four will play the five. So. The way it's looking right now, I don't know that in the AL, I don't know that too much is going to change in terms of teams. Because I think the next team, wild card wise, is like five behind the Yankees. They're the worst. Baltimore, yeah. right? Baltimore. Yeah, I think they're like five out. So I, I don't know that that much is going to change for the AL. If anything, it'll just be seeding because I believe uh, Minnesota going into today is a game behind the White Sox. And they have a four game series. Cleveland's four games behind them. And they still have a series with both those teams. Um, the Yankees aren't too far out from Toronto, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they're a game back. And I think oh, half game. Yeah, and I don't think Houston can really catch Oakland. No, six six well, back. They can. It, it, I mean, it would have to be like a, like a big fallout. Because Oakland lost the. They lost big, Chapman for the year. Yeah. They, they I, still think, I, I still don't think it's enough, though. I see Oakland being bounced early. <coughs> no, I agree with that, but I don't think Oakland gives up the one seed. Yeah. In that division. Um, 
And then wildcard-wise, it's just going to be a matter of who it is in the AL Central. It's either going to be the Twins, the Indians, or the White Sox. I think all three teams make it, though. Which is kind of bonkers, because we were kind of saying in the beginning of the year how this division is pretty much be up for grabs. Yeah. The fact, and, I mean, it's ex- extended playoffs, for sure, but... I mean, even right now, if the playoffs were to be a normal playoff race, it would still be two of them in it. Yeah. If not all three, because I think the Indians might have a better record than the Yankees. Yeah, Yankees. But I don't know if they have a better record than the Blue Jays. Um, Let me see here. Do the Indians have a better record than the Blue Jays? No. No. So. They're still close. Um, So, we'll go AL. So, the Yankees have been on a big, I mean, they've been winning, but they went on a real big skid for a, a while. They've been doing okay recently, but same kind of deal. Judge has been hurt. Stanton's been hurt. Chapman has not been good this year. Pooped his pants. Yes, he did. (laughs) Which is very funny. I don't... Yankees... They lost Paxton, too, right? Yes. And other people, right? People always talk about, oh, the Yankees have all this depth, all this depth. It's going to catch up to you eventually. Oh, yeah. Like... Those same guys keep getting hurt. If, like, Judge's contract comes up, as a Yankee fan, do you pay it? Well, all the Yankee fans will say yes because all those people are also Giants fans. Because it's just like, dude, the guy's hurt all the fucking time. Like, if he takes a, like, incentive-laden contract, then yes, you pay it. But otherwise... That's not really how the MLB works, though. Is it not? It's I pretty. Mean, it's pretty much all guaranteed money. And you know, too, like... It, like, you, you, you'll get incentives, but they're not... It's not like the NFL where it's like... We're going to pay you $3 million, but you can make $25 million in incentives. It's kind of like, this is what... Because they do the whole arbitration thing. Gotcha. Where they you know, they, they go into it and they go, hey, I'm worth this. The team goes, well, we think you're worth this. And then they work out a deal right. somewhere in the middle. And if he tests free agency, some team, for all the wrong reason, will throw a, a ton oh, of yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, He'll get paid, no doubt. He'll definitely get paid. But as a Yankee fan, like... Do you... I, would, I would struggle to pay that. I mean, he's great when he's on, but he's not on for half the season. It's tough. I mean, when he, right when he when he's on, he makes the case for being the best player in baseball. He does. He makes a case for himself. Yeah, I but. mean, Trout is the best player in baseball, but he does make that case. He's got all the tools you want. He's got a cannon of an arm. He's go, he's a decent. He's a good. Not say decent. He's a good fielder. He's got a cannon of an arm. Absolute power bat. I mean, he's got good plate vision. I remember when he came out, there was a lot of skepticism about how good he'd be at the plate because his strike zone was so huge. Yeah, he's just a what big is he guy. six six? Yeah. He's taller than that. He's a lumbering person. Right, but he's he, he masters it, you know. He uses his extension and he gets out and he gets a lot of balls over the that are outside the zone. Six eight. But oh, wow, he's taller than I thought. So he's two inches shorter than Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> he weighs like twenty pounds less. Yeah. But um Yeah, I don't know. I mean I mean he is a good fielder too, but it's just like no, exactly, but that 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 makes it all that much harder to know if you should pay him or not because you're not just like if he's a really good bat, but like so like Eloy Jimenez for the White Sox at this point in his career, granted, very young part of his career, is amazing bat, kind of a liability in the field. So okay, so if he gets hurt, we just lose the bat in the lineup, but anybody can DH, right? Yeah, it's kind of like I think the mindset of what But AL you're teams. losing a really good – you're losing a gold glover and a silver slugger. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, and, and the same argument can be made for Trout because he has hurt a lot. Been, be, been better as of late. Right, but, I'm, but, but he has hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I don't think the Yankees but are. But the gonna... reason I my belief about if you compare them to like in the hurt like being hurt category, Trout still puts up full season numbers. Judge does not. No, I understand that, but I'm just saying. But like the way it's going, they're... he's going to get paid, and the Yankees are going to pay him. Yes. And I don't know that it's the wrong decision. We've seen worse, worse decisions. But in terms of playoffs, I, I, I don't, I don't know if the Yankees are going to have what it takes coming down the stretch. I, I don't. I actually haven't really looked at Mass. If you can look it up, um, what the the status is on Judge and Stanton's injuries. I think Paxton's out for the rest of the season. I think so. He might be ready for postseason, but I think he's out for the rest of the season. I know Stanton's been throwing and hitting, but I don't think he's played. Judge, I know, came back and then went back on the DL. Um, uh, Judge and Stanton are both expected back by Friday. All right, so I mean, in theory, they could come back. How much are they out on Toronto, Kendall? They are, they're like a half game back as of today. Okay, so they, yeah, they can yes, they can definitely. And how much are they out of Tampa? Uh, four. four. So I don't think they catch Tampa, but I, I think that they can very easily climb back into the two seed, especially if Judge and Stanton are in the lineup, for sure. And they're getting Urshela back, for whatever that means for them. Yeah. Well, they'd have they'd have to recapture that magic they had early on in the year. Yeah, and but Tampa, but Tampa is just Tampa's got far far better pitching. They're just consistent, yeah. consistent as hell. Far better pitching, and it's the same thing. You know, we they talk stay to, healthy. We talk to a Yankees fan every day about it, and it's the Yankees will go ahead and put up seven runs in a game all regular season. But then when the postseason comes and they got to face three aces in a row from Tampa, they're not going to do that. And are, is their pitching going to be able to do the same thing to Tampa? And the answer is no. Very Damn, true. What a good double play that was. Sorry. Uh, so let's move on to the AL Central. So the AL Central, you got the White Sox, who have been the big big surprise team of the year. Eight and two in their last ten. Eight and two in their last ten. Twenty and five in their last twenty-five. Um, leading the AL in home runs, have two two potential MVP candidates in Abreu and Tim Anderson. Uh, I would imagine rookie of the year front runner in the AL and Luis Robert. Although there is that other guy that's been doing really well. That kid's pretty good too. What's Kyle his name? Lewis. Who? Kyle Lewis. Yeah. So I mean, not not a steal, not not a guarantee or anything, but just a solid lineup all the way through and through. They got the best catching duo in baseball, in my opinion. I mean, bias or not. It's up there. I, mean, I, I can't think of any, but I I think it's the best catching duo in baseball. I mean, I can't think of the number two. McCann. Oh. You have Grandal, who who's who's been picking it up as of late. McCann slashing like three forty three as a backup, you know. Which I mean, in my opinion, is more impressive than anything because I feel like it's harder to maintain a good average when you're not seeing as many appearances, right? When you're not getting as many plate appearances. That's the problem with DHing people is like they're not in the game the whole yeah. time, right? And you have to. And Kyle would probably know the average better than I, but you you figure that your backup, you know, catcher plays maybe once or twice during the week, if that, you know, depending on the matchup too. No, so well, certain guys match every year. It's usually once or twice a week. This year, it's the starting catcher's pretty pretty much off every year. Well, actually, I, th- I think it's kind of reverse. I think they're playing a little more because they have so many games without rest days. Because, like, w- for example, like right now, the, the the White Sox just played a three game series that started on Friday against the Tigers, and they won't have a day off until the season ends. They're going to play seventeen yep. straight games. So, I mean, in that situation, I think you might see, 
over 17 games during a regular 162-game season, you might see your backup twice. You might see him three, four times in this situation, only because it's a lot of straight appearances. Now, the the nice thing is in the MLB now is that you have the double DH in both leagues, and the White Sox have both catchers have the ability to DH or play first. So they're kind of in a good boat. Yeah, it's a nice nice spot to have. <laughs> they're playing pretty well. Their big question mark is pitching, for sure. Um, they have, you know, they know what they're going to get in Giolito. Uh, Keuchel's unfortunately hurt right now. We're hoping that he's going to be back soon. Um, Dylan Cease has been stepping up and playing better, but then the back end, those two guys have been big question marks and Ronaldo Lopez. And then they brought up Dane Dunning. They just brought up another rookie yesterday. So they're, they're doing stuff. They're trying to find that gem, but we'll see what happens. Um, but the Minnesota twins who have been, were kind of very playing in my opinion. I think they were very porous playing in the first half of the season because they're a team that's known the Minnesota twins and the, the, um, Cleveland Indians last year were so fun to watch because you had it, it was a story of two teams. You had a team with the Twins that had no pitching and all hitting, and then the, the Indians who had all pitching and no hitting. Did I say that twice? Yeah, I think so twice. Was, um, so the Twins were no pitching and all hitting, right. and then the Indians were all pitching no hitting. So you you'd see games that would go like the the, the score would be like ridiculous. It would either be one nothing or like twenty four to twenty, and it was awesome. And you're seeing that, you know, the Twins are picking it up this year with, you know, the never-seeming-to-aged Nelson Cruz. <laughs> he's good. He's, yeah. He's just good. He was looking at an article the other day, like, most like, fun yeah, people fun, to watch. Most fun and exciting players to watch, and Nelson Cruz was still top ten. Like Dude, he, that guy just doesn't stop hitting. He hits everything. And he's so good. Yeah. And the, twi- the the thing for this this playoff push, I thought, you know, the White Sox had a potential with the Indians falling off that – if they were to go three and one against the Twins in this series, that they might be able to lock it up. You know, you know, not mathematically, but in theory. But the Twins just had a huge thing happen for them that's real big, and that's they got a healthy Josh Donaldson back for the rest of the season. And say what you want about Josh Donaldson, he's got a lot of pop. Well, it's not even that. It's just like it adds a deeper presence in, into the lineup. Right, but I'm saying, but he's got a lot of pop no matter where he's playing from. You know, he's a seasoned vet, seasoned hitter. He knows what he's doing. So well, it's tough because. I don't know if the Twins got off to a really good start last year. I know they, in the second half, they played a lot better. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that, you know? Like, this year, it's kind of like, you got to figure it out. There's got to be some consistency. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did pick it up. They they were, like, seventh in home runs, like, a week ago. And they managed to jump up to, I think, third or second. But you're talking about a team that was first by a mile last year in home runs. And... Their pitching, I think, has actually been their strong suit to this point. The hitting is picking up now. So it's not by any means close. And Cleveland's only four games out. And when you have all three of those teams have to face each other once, you know, one series can be all the difference in the world. So that's going to be, I think, the most exciting thing to watch coming down the stretch of the playoffs is the AL Central. Would you agree? It's the most exciting division in baseball, especially because we said it before when we started this conversation that usually you never know who's going to be the, the winner. But this time, you have three teams that are going to make a push well, to probably be in the playoffs. And I think it's exciting, too, because the only team in the AL Central, like, going into this season, you knew that the Tiger, the Tigers and the Royals were going to be abysmal franchises going into this year. <laughs> oh, the Tigers? No, don't say that. But but the, 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 that's the funny thing you say that, though. Is but the they ti- are better. The Tigers have 20 wins, which, you know, in a shortened season, it's a lot a big of a difference. But at the end of the day, it's it's only 10 less you know than the best you know team in crazy? the AL. 
I'm not done, Kyle. I'm sorry. But the White Sox have owned the Tigers this year. They have absolutely owned them. I think they're like 12-1 and one against them or whatever. But the Tigers have taken series against every other team in the division, including the Twins and the Indians. And they've taken against the Cubs and the, the, the Cardinals. They've been playing with a lot of heart this year. And I think what I, what I like about this short season is you're seeing a lot of these teams that kind of already knew going into it that we really didn't have a shot. You never know, so we're going to go out there. But, like, the Tigers are letting their young kids go out and play. And they're, they're out there just doing it. And I think that's awesome. Did you agree? Yeah, you said what I was going to say, so. <laughs> yeah, that's why you didn't let Trisha let me finish. <laughs> Poop. A reason why I might believe that, that, like, these younger teams, like the Tigers and the Marlins, are playing so well, because this season forced their hand to bring up the young kids. Right. It's and kind of the a young benefit kids are, for them moving well, forward. Well, because yeah. what the, the MLB did is because there is no minor league teams this year, you have what's called the alternative site. So on the alternative site, what happens is you basically select, okay, these are going to be, wh- what's the roster size this year? Um, 30, I think. Something like that. So th- we're going to increase your roster size, which I think the exclusive amount, I think exclusively teams chose to do that to their bullpen because you have so many close games that you need more fresh arms in the bullpen. But you play the, you put these players in your alternative site, and you can call up those players if you want. But they're not playing against teams anymore. They're doing, like, simulated games. And so a lot of these teams chose to let their young kids be on the alternative site because why not? Yeah. Bring them up. The White Sox did it. We've seen it this year. The White Sox are a team that are still pulling prospects out of their ass that are doing okay. And so I, I think it's been really good for baseball. I think it's been really good for the sport to see all these young kids get a real good mm. shot. And take serious team roles. Well, and credit to Chicago, too, for having a great offseason, and it's paying dividends now, you know? Talking to him before the season started, um, I was very high in the White Sox to begin with. Not really. Yes, I was. He said he thought they were going to win the division, but he was just doing that to to stroke my (laughs) ego. (laughs) Because the young kids that they had that weren't But this is the same guy that said the Diamondbacks were going to win 100 games. I did not say that. He's that faggot. I did not say that. You said the dry heat will cause them to win 100 games. (laughs) Yeah, but come on. So... Like reason for my they really like underachieved because the they only won ninety nine. That's right. The White Sox have a mixture of veterans and young players, but those young players are all top prospects. Like granted, we know a lot of top prospects don't make it, but they're Luis all making Robert, it. For, for example, like a lot of people knew he was going to be the real deal. Like he didn't just hit thirty home runs in minus and nothing. He was going to be up regardless. Then they brought in Dallas Keuchel. He's not a number one anymore, but he's a very solid two and three. Um. That's all you need. Like Giolito had a good season. He saying, like, in the first. The thing with the White Sox is is that they did this rebuild. They put everything into the rebuild, and it's paying off because all the prospects that they got are showing. Oh, Eloy Jimenez is showing not just promise but stud capabilities. Luis Robert is having an amazing first year. Dylan Cease is showing tremendous leaps and bounds in his second year. They just brought up Dane Dunning, who's having good outings as a rookie. They brought up this other kid who got the win, or I don't know if he got the win yesterday or not. But they're bringing people up. They had, um, they brought up Danny Mendick, who got hurt. So they brought up Nick Madrigal, and they're both playing well. They were both doing well this season. The only, the only prospect that they have that is still a question mark at this point that was supposed to be hyped is Zach Collins. And the reason for that is because you have Yasmani Grandel and James McCann. You're not going to also have Zach Collins out there. <laughs> Hey, nothing like carrying three catchers. You know? Well, actually, a lot of teams are carrying three catchers right now. Yeah. 
Also, baseball, this isn't playoff. It is playoff because our playoff team will get to them in a little bit. But did you see the Braves signing? Yes. Pablo Sandoval. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Wow. Minor league deal. Hmm. How old is he now? He's got to be Fat. 80. <laughs> All right, so we'll move out to the AL West where the Athletics have pretty much all but wrapped up the AL West. They're, what, four games up on Houston? Uh, six. Six on Houston. Yeah. I don't think Houston's going to catch them even with Chapman gone. Um, Houston's just not the same team right now. Um, I think the only person that's really been playing up to the standard is Granky. Yeah, the Athletics would really have to fall apart. I yeah, I agree. They don't have Verlander still. Right. So, but um, though they're because they're they'll, they'll be a playoff team. Because how far back is the third third seed team from the Astros? The 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 Mariners are a game back from the Astros. Are oh. they really? Yeah, they're twenty two and twenty five. Oh, so the Mariners could make a push. That Here's, would be they, a lot of fucking they fun. Could. Um, I'm trying to look at so the Ad- okay. So the Mariners are going to have Mar- Mariners are going to have some serious. So that's uh, somebody I'm, I want to see win. And actually, the Mariners are surging ish. They, they have a they've won what's it seven seven three in their last ten. That'd be exciting to watch. Yeah, that's the fun thing about stuff like about playoffs like these is like you you see all these weird stuff like a lot of teams you weren't sure about. So I think that'd be a lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun. I would I would like to watch that a lot. Dude, like. A lot of people don't know the Mariners, so I'll give you a little rundown. Because we did a lot of trading with them and everything. So they now have a shortstop in J.P. Crawford. He doesn't hit very well, but he can pick it. Yeah. Like, he's a very good young defensive shortstop. Also the grandson of Carl Crawford, if you guys wanted to know. Um, Kyle Lewis. Brother of Corey Crawford? No. (laughs) Kyle Lewis, who's... a lot like Luis Robert, he's just an electrifying player. Like he's all over the field. He's hitting home runs. He, he's just an. You all think he'll have a better player. career than Luis Robert? No, because he plays in Seattle. Sure. It won't until he gets out of there. It'll <laughs> really blossom. You know, so they have him, which I don't think he would have been up if they didn't have this season. But he's showing that he can hit, and he'll be up, be the center fielder forever. Well, not forever until he can. Um. They made a they made a bunch of trades at the trading line. They had a seven player deal with um. Sorry, they had a seven player deal with the Padres. They sent out all Sonola, and they sent out a few other players. But in return, they got a guy like Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro has some pop. They got Ty France, who has some pop. Yeah, good good guys like you know just on having your roster, whether yeah. off the bench or making you know. Well, that's the thing. That's what the Mariners are going to have to do. The Mariners are going to have to have a lineup that's the bench is almost as good as the starters because they don't have that superstar. And they also don't have a good pitching staff. Like, I don't know what their like what their rotation is right now or anything because God damn it. So like it, it's tough for me to like I I don't know like who I know they have Marco Gonzalez. He was a former Cardinal, right, Massey? Correct. Yeah. Like he's been pitching pretty decent. I thought Kyle was setting him up for like just be like, no, he wasn't. Shut up. Like, <laughs> he's been pitching pretty well, but I don't know who else they really have because the last Mariner game I watched was Dodgers Mariner game, but whatever. <laughs> but it was just the fact that like I wanted to see Kyle Lewis. Like that's why people were tuning in because they want to see like those younger players. And if they can somehow sneak into the playoffs, I kind of guarantee that like one of the more viewed. Series throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, well, everybody likes something different too, and you know, it, it would be it's a, it's a good story, especially with everything going on. 
uh, you know, have a team that's kind of like not even on anybody's radar. Make a push. You know, it's, it's good for baseball. He's such a clown. Sorry. Bench depth is what I think bench depth is going to be more important in the playoffs this year than pitching. Yeah. Like the and the Sox cool man. thing too for like teams like the Mariners, like the White Sox, that because a lot of these young players had a chance to play, it really kind of mixes up things for next year. Because like, who knows now? Things that would have been more set in stone if it was a regular season, full season, is now kind of in question. Oh well, so and so played, you know, pretty good. You know, you know, where did, where does this leave him on our roster? You know, so it's 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 all exciting all around when you think big picture. Uh, do we want to flip to the NL? Yeah. Um, so let's start off with the NL East. East. So we got Atlanta sitting first. Yep. Phillies in second, or Mar- Marlins in second. Yep. And Phillies in a wild card spot, right? Uh, Phillies are game and a half back from the Marlins. But I believe they're in a wild card yeah. spot at this point, right? Yeah. So it's we, going to be tough for the Phillies. Yeah, we just talked about it. They're going to be without Real Muto for a little while. They said hopefully by, by a couple games. And then you're going to be without Reese, who was well, starting really, to hit. Right, who was getting hot. McCutcheon's cooled off. And I feel like Harper's kind of been struggling to find his stride hitting-wise. He's he's having good plate appearances. He's battling, and he's taking a lot of walks, and he's not striking out as much. But I feel like he's just – I feel like Harper's struggling to get on a roll, and I feel yeah. like that's more of a test to the amount of, like, COVID shit you guys had and rain delays mm-hmm. in the beginning, and then you go into this double-header stretch and everything. Well, the biggest thing is that the Phillies don't have a bullpen. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. I the mean, Phillies would have, have probably like eight losses if they had a bullpen. I'm not even being like like they average seven runs a game. If they had some type of bullpen, they would be lost a lot of close games. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't lose. They lost. They got. They lost a lot of games that became close games well, from right. the bullpen. I can't tell you how many games I've watched with Kyle where they were. It was they were up eight nothing, and then I come back in the room an hour later, and the score is eight seven. Yeah. And then they lose, and right, like the rotation to two man rotation. You got Wheeler and you got Nola. Yeah. If any of those, if those two guys have a bad game, or or aren't playing, yeah, because of injury, like Wheeler is not. I, I I think Nola's pitching tomorrow. I don't know. I haven't seen that fucking guy pitch in a minute. But like Velasquez is back to his old fucking I suck self. Um, Spencer Howard got hurt. He hasn't got into a groove yet, but whatever. Eflin sucks ass. You need to bring back Hammer. Better than what the fuck they have. <laughs> you need to bring back the hammer, and then him and him and uh, him and Duck Hodges need to get like a commercial together, like the Duck and Hammer. The right right now for the Philadelphia Phillies is Alex Baum, another rookie. You know he's batting three thirty. You know he has a killer uh, batting average with men and run into scoring position. Had two walk offs, I think. Like people already love him in the locker room, so it's it's a good. Yeah, that's the guy who I wanted to see come up. Before like COVID even happened, I was like, "Will he get the start?" Whatever. Yeah, I think a big thing for the Phillies is going to be the the problem for the Phillies too is, is like the the postseason. The stuff that's going to happen after the postseason is only going to get a little bit more interesting too because now they have the thing about Romuto over their head. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going to happen with Romuto? Is he going to resign? Well, he'll resign, but are the Phillies going to resign him? He wants to be there. The fans want him there. The players want him there. But what are the what are the Phillies going to do? Yeah, because. Even though, and I agree with you, Kyle, the Phillies, the Phillies do they him they need him. Like he, he's a great player for that team, but there's just so much money that can be spent by not signing him on pitching that it's it's hard. When you think about it. Next year you'll get Robertson back, which is huge. 
I don't know what kind of Robertson we're going to get because he hasn't pitched in two years. But it's still big. Wait, Jose Alvarez was throwing great before he got hit in the ball sack. Dude, did you see that play? Actually, I didn't. Dude, I didn't. it was rough. Who's 72? Zach Banner. Oh, oh our, ineligible, our eligible receiver downfield got hurt. <laughs> yeah, he got rolled up on. He's crying. Ben fell on him. So you know it hurt. Yeah, David DeCash was back next week. So you think. I hope. So the eligible receiver falls on him. <laughs> but anyway, um, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I, I would be hard-pressed to find that the Braves don't win that division. It's pretty much all. Let me tell you something. If I'm the Phillies and I play the Braves in the first round, I'm happy. Okay. Well, I'm saying like the Braves' starting rotation is just as not that good. Like the bullpen's really shaky as well. Mark Melanson has blown. Hey, he tore his ACL. Um, Mark Melanson has blown a lot of saves for that team. Like, yeah, their offense is good, but they also have no pitching. They have Max Fried and four of the dudes. Yeah, definitely a team that, you know, we try to get a big and just coast. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have the ability to do it. Yes, they do. Yeah. So, but I think the Braves have pretty much all but wrapped up that division, right? I think so. I mean, so the Marlins and then the Phillies, you know, the Phillies got to to fight. That's what they got to do. They got to fight. I mean, I I think for the Phillies, based off the way they started the season and the bullpen that they have, I think that the Phillies should consider it a win if they make the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that there's a lot of hype around them that they should have been a one, two, one, maybe two seed, but make the playoffs and, and get Real Muto back, see what happens, and um, who knows? You know, you, you don't know in this wacky environment that the baseball is being played in. Three games, I mean, the Phillies have had decent bullpen performances for two straight games. You get that in a three-game series, it could be all the difference in the world. Uh, all right, so let's move on to the NL Central, where the Cubs are leading the, the way. And then you have the uh, Cardinals in second, and I believe the Brewers chasing them. Yep. Um, so what's the what's the standings for the NL Central? So the Cubs are twenty and twenty. The uh, Cardinals are four and a half games back, twenty and twenty one. Uh, I'm a little thrown by those numbers. They've uh, um, they've had a lot of COVID. Oh, so, and, so yeah, they, those games haven't been. Uh, no. They have a lot of doubleheaders coming up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then sitting uh, right behind them, is the Brewers at twenty-one and twenty-four, uh, five and a, five and a half games back. So, I mean, the the thing about the the, the Cardinals is that they do have a lot of doubleheaders, which means there's going to be a lot of tired players. So, what's going to be interesting, and we're going to kind of cycle back to the AL Central with this, is if the Cubs can put this division away, which they have the firepower to do that. If they can put this division away before the end of the season, that's going to make the race for the AL Central all that more exciting because the the Crosstown Classic is what is finish what finishes up the season for both Chicago teams. So the Cubs and the White Sox face off on a three game series. If the White Sox need those games and the Cubs don't, even though you see that a lot heated rivalry between the two teams in the same city, it could be pretty interesting because. We're going to see some fun stuff. The, and the Cubs might rest players to have guys ready. I mean, you think about it. If you're the Cubs, right? If you're the Cubs, Kyle, come down to the end of the season, you have the division locked up, and it comes to the rotation where it's your one and two pitcher to finish out the season. Mm-hmm. Are you going to start them right before a three-game series where that those games mean nothing to you? So it could be interesting. You never know. 
Um, but the Cubs, I think, same type of deal as the Braves. They've pretty much locked up that division. I don't see them giving that up. Yeah. Um, they've got too good of pitching and too good of hitting. Um, but it will be interesting to see what happens with the Brewers Cardinals because the Cardinals do have a lot of double headers to play. Players are going to players are going to get tired. Just like the Phillies have a lot. Bullpens are going to get tired. You know, I mean, when you play that, when you play those double headers, even though they're limited to seven games, I was very high on the Reds this year. You were. I remember you being very high on them, but and I was high on the Brewers. But what happens in these seven game double headers is, is if you have you know two, you have a double header, single game like what the Marlins and the Phillies just did, a bullpen arm might have to go twice in a in a in a two day stretch, and it could be all the difference. Yeah. I didn't. I thought those games were made up. I didn't realize that they they still hadn't been. Uh... No, so they have like I they have more doubleheaders than the Phillies have coming up. The, the Cardinals like didn't four. play for like two straight weeks. Like they literally played the end of the, like <coughs> the reason why they started playing because they drove themselves like separately to the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Brewer, the Brewers will be on watch playoff watch. Which I believe they're technically out of it at this point, right? Yeah, they're not a wild card team. And then we move on to the NL uh, NL West. So the NL West, you have the Dodgers have already wrapped it up. I don't think it's even close. How many games up are they? So the the Padres are two and a half games back. Oh. So I still think it's wrapped up. I, I kind of think that too. I think you know not, what not the magic is over, but I think it's just you know you know what though, good for the Padres. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The Padres are uh, the Padres are just like the White Sox. They're a very teams. fun team to watch. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting for sure. Um, but I think the Dodgers pretty much wrapped it up. I think the Padres are pretty much wrapped up second. Like I think the only exciting part of that would be if the Padres can make a bid at first. Because mm-hmm. outside of the Padres, who who's sitting third? Is it Arizona? Uh, Giants. Oh, are Giants. Ten games back though. Yeah. So it's, Rockies fell behind the Giants. Yeah. The Rockies really fell off ever since Blackman stopped hitting four hundred. Man, they're they're playing well above expectations. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. So Fuck we'll see guys. what happens. So I mean. There's a lot, lot to be done. I mean, I think the AL Central is still the most exciting thing to watch right now for the playoffs, by uh, by far. Even though all three teams will be in it, 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 right now the way the White Sox have seeded themselves with the Twins not that far behind, you're talking about a huge shift in momentum. You could, I mean, you could be talking about jumping from the five to the one. Like that's a big shift, you know. But at the same time, do you want to be the one seed? And this this year doesn't really matter. Well, that's what I'm saying. This year, do you want to be the one seed and potentially face the Yankees with a healthy Stanton and Judge? From the White Sox, I do. It's it's it's, it's all it's going to be very interesting coming down. I think you're going to see a lot of teams get a uh, get get shelled pretty early in the playoffs with those three game series. It's it's pretty hard to fall behind by one. So yeah, but I think you're right. I think the American League is more up in the air than the NL. So it's definitely uh, more exciting. Uh, what time we got? Uh, we we got like a, a, a couple minutes. Yeah. We wanted to... So does anybody have any predictions that they want to give at all, or anything they want to chime in on the playoffs at all? Do we want to kind of give like our who who ends up winning uh, like each division officially and like, sure. Our, our right, so who do you, Kendall? Who do you got taking the AL East? So I, I have the Rays. Rays, you know, hold it down. You know, I just think you know, the, the pitching is too. Con- it's it's consistent team. That's just how it is. Tampa. I agree. And Kyle said it earlier. Tampa stays healthy. That's the big thing. Mass? They also have yeah, a way to I bat mean, all lefties. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> Good snag. And Sorry. put up 11 runs. All right. Uh, AL Central? White Sox. Yeah. Do they pull it out? I think they win 
DAL in general. Okay. Yeah. I have the White Sox winning. I think they'll pull ahead by a few more games. Uh, I think the Twins. I think the Twins win it only because the Twins are getting hotter. They're they're hitting. They're, they're hitting is getting hotter, and the White Sox, even though they have played very well this year, have not hasn't transitioned to the series against the the Indians and the the Twins. Um, so I, I think that I don't think I think it'll still be close, but I, I could see them falling into second. I think the White Sox go to the World Series. Wow. Okay. Bold Especially bold. in the league with no fans, like there's no there's no Home pressure, the you know. Yeah. Like they can just play the game that they're supposed to play. All right, that's fair. And then uh, AL West, I think the Athletics. Athletics just hold on. I think yeah. it's, that's that's super crazy. But I do think they get bounced in the first round. But I think they hold on, especially without Chapman's bat. They have no pitching. Uh, NL East Braves. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're pretty solid on the Braves. Uh, NL Central Washington's going to come from behind. Okay. NL Central, we got the Cubs, <laughs> and then. I think the Dodgers pull it out. Dodgers just hold on. Dude, they had Mookie Betts playing second the other day, and I fucking loved it. He hasn't played second since Derek Jeter's been in the league. I, I, I didn't know I that thought that was so cool. Yeah. That is cool. I had no idea that happened. Just kind of goes to show a little bit more how good he is. But, I, now that you said it, I think the Mariners beat out the Astros. You think so? I do. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Do you think, and I know you're a big homer of them, but... Do you think if the White Sox continue to play the way they're playing and win the division, do you think Abreu beats out Trout for MVP? He's still leading in RBIs. Realistically, I think he should. But he won't. Because of the voters, I don't think he will. Okay, that's fair. This is how they vote. They vote for who they like? Yeah. like They vote for like the most popular player. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so we'll go to break. We'll come back. We'll kind of do like a hodgepodge. Actually, Mass, did you do a potluck thing? I didn't, but I can. We could do, we'll do kind of like a hodgepodgey quick potluck. So, like, we'll try to – I mean, any NFL and MLB topics we discuss, we'll skip them, Mass, and then we'll do, like, a hodgepodgey thing. So, uh, wow. Um, <laughs> so, we'll see you guys on the other side of the break live on the PPN Radio Network. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Is there a touchdown? No. Uh, welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk Live on the Future and Radio Network. We're back. Yeah. Um, so, uh, real quick. Yeah. Guys, um, I need all people to remember. Um, so, next week, Kyle and Mock won't be here, but the week after, Mock owes two private stock shots. One for losing the head-to-head matchup against the oh, Three private stock shots. Because two Steelers fans, so he has to owe one per Steelers fan. And then he also owes one because he's, he's the only one in the room without a win. Him and yep. Rebecca, they have to do private oh, stock shots. Maybe four. Why? Because you'll lose to me in fantasy. Oh, actually, could be five because they play the Bears next week too. <laughs> could it's, you imagine? And then imagine if like the Rams and Steelers wins. Like, well, you guys, you're the only team that didn't win again. <laughs> hey, here's a pint. We play the Eagles. Who do you guys play next week? Yeah. Denver. It's a very real possibility. I don't know who we play. Uh, Giants. Oh, yeah, I just said that. <laughs> Who is it? I'll take my private stock shot. <laughs> right. Who is it? The Giants. I said it already. I'm like, who do we play? Oh, yeah. You know what's impressive about all that? Barkley had six yards. Yeah. Contained him. Yep. All right, so uh, hodgepodge. Podge, podge, hodge of podge. Question. Yeah. Our fantasy picks from last week, the, the, the six teams thing. Uh, I didn't do well. I did fantastic. Oh, I said that I would give the update last week for next week because of the gotcha. Okay. 
because because there, there's no, I you're mean, you're right. I forgot. Realistically, that. I think there's only one per two people in next the next game that count. Maybe three. Cortland Sutton's probably on someone's team. Cortland Sutton's out. Yeah, yeah out. but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, but it doesn't matter if they, if they picked him to play. It's a lot of you guys just decided not to look at it and just said, uh, "Just go with it how it is." <laughs> this is true. Yep. But so, I forgot you. You said that you're right. So I'll cover that next week, and then we'll do the pick thing. So. What Kyle, you got to uh, you have to remember too. I'll I'll try to remember too. You you and Mock have to Skype in for just at least the second hour or third hour, so we can do the picks. Right. You dick. Now your hands smell, and he's a fart smeller. Yeah. Here. So hajapajamajabajabajabajab. Uh, I didn't bring the notebook, so I can't give you any updates. I don't remember what teams you guys had. So. I had team one. Kyle one. Let's just go with that. Kyle one. You came in fourth. Seems right. Either Massey or Mock <laughs> lost, and I came in the middle. Do we say Mock lost because he's not here? Yes. Okay. That's how we operate here on the show. Yep. Fair enough. Fuck you, Mock. We don't need facts. Oh, Tosa Excellence, actually. Um, we didn't say it earlier, but I think Tosa Excellence for everybody. Because, well, I mean, you don't have to do it. I'm bringing it up, so I have to do it. But you can if you want. But uh, congratulations to officially hanging up the cleats for Ryan Chazier. Oh. Yeah. That's Fis- so weird. We were talking about that. Officially retired. Also, around the horn. Why? Just because people in the room got their first win. All right. Oh. I, Rebecca I didn't. didn't. Hey, I didn't win anything. The Lions fucking played well, great today. In the second half, Ben looked like Ben. How you guys doing in your private stock? <laughs> Not great. That's I'm not almost a bad done. day. Almost done. I don't think I've taken. No, Ben had a good day. Look at how full I still am, Kendall. Yeah, you're going to need hey, a good outing one of these days. Last year, we had three picks instead of three touchdowns. Yeah. Still doing better than Mock. And That's true. Juju actually looked decent today. Well, it makes a big difference when you have a quarterback. <laughs> you know? So, all right. Hodgepodge, potluck, mudge, pudge, fudge, cudge. What you got? So, does anybody in this room know what a scorigami is? It's an origami with squares. Does anybody really know what a scorigami is? Sounds made up. Tell me what it is. So uh, there was this term made up back in like the 80s or something like that. The first time a uh, particular score is that happens in a sport. Okay. So for the first time since 1999, baseball had its first scorigami, a score that had never been uh, done before. Was it the 29 to 9? It was. <laughs> that had never been done before. That was the first time. Uh, so that is the first time a... Uh, score has never occurred before in baseball, hmm. which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, I feel like there's a better name for it than that, though. Because <laughs> scoregami doesn't sound... It seems like there's something else involved. Yeah. I I agree, but uh, let's see. Scora. Man, Kurt Axel looks like he's in big pain. <laughs> uh, John Boyce uh, was the man who created, uh, who came up with it. I guess uh, the Green Bay Minnesota game was also a score that's never happened before, forty-three thirty-four. Um, in all of football, in all of football, that score has never happened. Apparently, wow. Kendall doesn't disbelief. <laughs> um, San Diego Padres, uh, with their win yesterday, have their first winning season since two thousand ten. Believe that. Yep. They've been a bad team for a uh, long White Sox should also have their first winning season since 2010. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that may not have just happened this past week. No, I know, but probably also factual. <laughs> remember, well, though, like three years ago when the White Sox and the Cubs got off to, like, blistering hot starts? You remember that? 
Like the White Sox, they started off the season like twenty and three, and then they casually lost nineteen of twenty <laughs> for the next like six weeks in a row. It was just terrible. Um, to dink and dunk on the Yankees still because Mock's not here. Uh, the last time that the Yankees have been five hundred or worse in the month of September, nineteen ninety five. Pre Jeter. Dude, they fucking wow. up their game on Monday Night Football. Why? That guy is like the most famous college analyst. Like, what's his name? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> on the left is Kirk Kerbstreet. Yeah, and this guy. Um, I'll think of it some other time. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. That guy's well known in college football. Yeah, these these guys are pretty good. Brian Greasy. Oh, it's just right there. Devin Broncos. Yeah, that's Brian Greasy. <laughs> is it? No. I don't know. It's not Brian. Bob Greasy. <laughs> It's, it's Boo Chris Greasy. Fowler? <laughs> Chris Fowler? Oh, Chris Fowler? If you look sure. up like the ESPN college I'm football. Looking up, uh, just, look right, up, so Monday, just look up, just look up Steelers Giants commentary. Uh, Monday Night Football crew. Dick butts. Poop, poop faces. Monkey, monkey orangutans. This isn't the cast. I don't know what this is. Next um, item. Next item. Um... This uh, yesterday was the first ever day that there was an NFL, MLB, NBA, WNBA, MLS, and NHL game on the same day. That should have been my toast of excellence. I've always wanted that to happen. I don't know why. Just for the sake of it. Why? So you could not care about any of them except for NFL? No, I care about You didn't other... care about the Mets game. I do. I you didn't. I, I care about Oh, how do we not talk about that? The Mets have a new owner. He didn't even check the score yesterday of the Mets game. They lost 7-3. You checked it today. No, I, I was paying attention. You weren't. You're a liar. I, I've enjoyed the Mets doing nothing for, <laughs> for now for for two months. You're a slave to football. You don't care about any other sports. I football. Do. I, I, I nope. Vegas is up two nothing right now. Hmm? Vegas is up two nothing. We'll get to that. Uh, but Mets. Yeah, Steve Cohen buys the Mets. Uh, it is the P- pending MLB approval. Pending MLB approval, but it is the uh, biggest uh, purchase in ML or in uh, North American. Sports franchise history for approximately two point five billion dollars. Congrats, Kenny. I guess gonna suck more. Well, we'll see if there I just are want any to know how you get a loan for that. Yeah. He had the money. He's paid for it in cash. Yeah. He's a billionaire. Well, is he a multi-billionaire? Yes. If he's not a multi-billionaire. Then he didn't have two point five. He'd be one billionaire. Yeah. So then, where'd the other one point five bill come from? All scratch-offs. Uh, so I'm looking on Reddit. The top comment on the New York subreddit uh, under this mega thread is someone tell Realm Luto not to sign anything. Uncle Stevie will pay more than the Phillies. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Take that soul. <laughs> why, why, why is that playing? Turn that off, Kendall. I'll tell you what, Mike Rabel used it everywhere. I don't want to watch it. It would be cool to hear the Steeler game. Yeah. Mike Rabel, though. I like see hearing that. that. Versus- um, Jackass. No. Next. Um, let's see. Where are you going, P? Yeah. You don't have to pee. Hold it. What's going to happen if you hold it? You've never even tried to hold it. No, you haven't. Be outside. I'll follow you up outside. Um, Kershaw came out and said the other day that uh, the extra in world doesn't mean it's real baseball. Um, but he hates it. And the extra inning rule is stupid. I hate it. Okay. So that was. A very I hate it so much. You see so many teams. Basically what happens now is, 
All right, we're putting a man on second with no outs, so you're dumb if you don't bunt him over to third and have one, two outs with – or one out with a guy on third. Like, I don't know. It's just – a sack fly can win the game. That's A sack fly. That, it's, it's, that wasn't earned. Okay. Nice and easy. I don't know. I just hate it. It's, it's dumb. Uh, let's see. I think nine times out of ten, if you're going into extra innings, it's because the team got hot at the end. It's, it'll be over before it's not. Um, Paul, when did the Vegas Golden Knights come into existence? Two seasons ago. So they currently have more playoff wins than four other franchises. Yep. Which is very funny. Uh, and Winnipeg, probably uh, Florida, Minnesota. Is that Minnesota? Wild. Uh, and CBJ. I don't know what that initial is. Columbus Blue Jackets. Columbus Blue Jackets. Columbus Blue Jackets are very good at getting to the playoffs and then getting swept. Uh, so Columbus has 15. Winnipeg has 12, Florida has 19, Minnesota has 27. Vegas has been in the playoffs all three years. Yeah. Made it to the Stanley Cup, bounced in the semis, and then they're in the Western Conference Finals right now. So the Western Conference Finals down 3-1 to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Up what, 2 nothing? you said? Up 2 nothing. No. Um, I personally think that goes to a Game 7 as Vegas advances. Fuck Dallas. Do, I I, like Dallas. do you want to very quickly talk about your You like Minnesota. I like them. Do you huh? want to quickly talk about your predictions for the rest of the season for NHL? All right, so we've got Lightning versus – oh, man, I'm blanking. What the fuck's the Eastern Conference Finals? Uh, Islanders? Islanders. Uh, Lightning versus Islanders. I think the Islanders advance. They're hot right now, um, and it's going to be the same type of situation it was when the Vegas, or when the uh, Kings beat the Rangers. It's going to be whoever comes out of the West's cup to win. The light, in my opinion, the Lightning and the Islanders are just playing for loser of the Second Stanley place. Cup. Yeah. Um, That's what it was when it was the it was the Kings and the Blackhawks, and then the Rangers advanced. They swept, and it was just like, okay, this is just going to be for whoever beats them. <laughs> the winner of the Stanley Cup is actually determined by this game. <laughs> but we are going to play a meaningless four game series anyway. And was it a meaningless four game series? It was by the biggest stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to skim through and see if there's any hockey things that I should uh, mention real quick. They're going to blow this game, though. I mean, I just the Islanders got real hot. Um, light, the Lightning are finally doing what they're supposed to be doing, you know, even if it isn't a weird season. Oh, here's a fun one. Um, it's believed that the Blackhawks offered Corey Crawford a one-year deal worth $3.5 million. Do you think that Crawford's yeah. worth that? Yeah, I'll take that. Do you think be... he'll take that? Um, I think he might take it to be a member of the team, kind of thing, to prove himself type of deal. Because gotcha. he, he's got concussion issues, injury issues, all that type of stuff. So okay. he probably could kill in that one year deal though. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. The one-year deals are always tough in any sport because it's like you're signing them as it's kind of like a prove-it thing. And then if he goes out and proves it, now your foot's in your mouth and are you going to pay him? Exactly. And then if he doesn't prove it, you go out and someone else will give him the money and then he'll get – and then will he do well there? I mean, I don't know. All right. Um, Kyle, you don't – or Kendall, you don't have to put this on. I got this on my phone. You can go and put the Broncos game on. I probably just took – we're going to put it on. We're going to plug on to my thing. What? Nothing. Yeah, no, no, no. All right, so um, 
Mba. Real quick, uh, I need math from Paul. What's 238 minus 191? 238 minus 191? 297. Okay. What Wrong. did you say? 37. 47. 47. So, 47. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Seven right there. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, throws for 47 yards next week. He will pass Y.A. Tittle, Steve Young, and Troy Aikman in career passing yards. Good. Which is very funny. Um, do we want to talk about the Skip Bayless thing? No. What do you say? Uh, that depression isn't a real thing. The bitch. whole thing about Dak going into counseling because his brother's murder and all that shit. Or murder or suicide. suicide. I'm good with not talking about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, is J.J. Watt a better player than uh, T.J. Watt? No. Right now, no. Okay. Not anymore. Uh, it was, I remember seeing this quote earlier in the week, and it's on my list of things now. Neither of them are as good as Derek. Uh <laughs> I'm J.J. Cool Watt that. asks uh, if he sees T.J. Watt as a peer. Responds, once he has three Defensive Player of the Year awards, I'll start to see him as a peer. And you know what? J.J. Watt can go ahead and say that all he wants, and he can say it from the comfort of wildcard bounces year after year. Yep. Watching his team get wildcard bounced. Yep. A um, lot of uh, big running back uh, deals got signed this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alvin Kamara gets uh, 75 over five years. Um, Dalvin Cook gets a little bit less. Uh, let me see if I can over find four, that. right? Uh, Dalvin Cook went five for 63. Right. Um, that was four. I think both those deals come back and hurt him. Mm-hmm. The big thing with the deals is that, uh, but there's a lot of questions as to are the White Sox, are the White Sox, are the Bears going to re-sign Allen Robinson? And they're hurting themselves by waiting because... More and more receivers are getting deals. Like Cooper Cup. So all, all kinds of receivers have been getting deals. And and, and they're, they're hurting themselves because Allen Robinson has proven his case time and again that he is worth every penny for them to keep. And I, I'm not trying to start any argument. I legitimately don't watch Allen Robinson enough to know this. Do you think Allen Robinson deserves more money than Cooper Cup? I think they deserve about the same. You agree with that? Yeah. Cup signed a deal that's paying him like... 14 million a year annual, I think. Yep. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, hopefully, because Cup signed his deal on Saturday, yep. I think it was. You got to remember, too, before, Allen Robinson's been doing great as a Bear, but before he got hurt as a Jaguar, Allen Robinson was yes. fucking amazing. He was on fire. He, what, had 3,000-yard receiving years? He's been a 1,000-yard receiver every year with the Bears. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey signs a deal that resets the corner market at a $105 million for five years. I think that's a deal that comes back to hurt you. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he finishes that deal in a Rams uniform. No, I don't think so either. But not. Either way, I, I just, I don't know. <sighs> Tannehill. I'll show you who the real running back is. Charlotte Flair's back? So the uh, there are a couple uh, contracts that are looming out there still that have to be done. Um, you know the Cowboys and Dak still waiting to see what happens. They're gonna wait until nothing's gonna happen until the end of the season on that one, in my opinion. The only way something I think gets done before the season's over is if Philadelphia just falls apart and the Cowboys can run away with that division by week twelve. Yeah. Um, hey guys, think about this. 
Washington football teams in first place. Yep. We could talk about basketball for an hour. Washington football is in first place. So by a full game. Yep. So um, Daniel Snyder came out and said, "Oh yeah, if the fans really like this name, I think we'll keep it." I'm all about it. I think they should change it from the Washington football team to Washington Football Club. No, that's it, exclusively a. Uh, I know that's why I want them to do it. Sport move. They should just. Uh, Polo? No, no. I mean, it's like, uh, be, if the NFL soccer. did something soccer. Like that, Why don't you say soccer, though? I don't know. It um, wasn't what you said. It was how you said it. It was a bad joke. I understand. It wasn't even a joke. Anyways. You meant it. Hey, Kyle. I didn't mean it. Yeah. Let's talk about the NBA. Soccer's a tough sport. That All was right. incredible. Did anyone see that? No. That was an incredible throwaway. All right. We're going to go ahead and watch this right. on replay. Can you just, like, talk for 14 seconds while I go take a pee? Why? I've been touching my cock for a while. <laughs> Let's just throw We're going to go have to edit that. The, the Broncos-Titans uh, game's on here, but you're going to want to watch this throwaway here. This is amazing. All right, so he's getting destroyed. Is that Chubb coming up from behind him? Yeah, Chubb from behind and whatever. Wow. Spinning and falling. That was pretty good. I tried a couple of those in the disc golf course today. <laughs> yes, you did. Spun the wrong way one time. That's true. You didn't throw it, though. No, I caught myself. Yeah. Courtesy of you and whoever else, but now my Instagram Explorer is just full of disc golf. <laughs> oh, we talk about it so much? What is because you guys? If you guys follow accounts or whatever, no, I don't. No, and Mock might. Well, maybe it's Mock then. But yeah, I don't follow yeah, any fuck accounts you, Mock. All, all the time. I follow one guy. I follow a guy, like a guy that does disc golf. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't follow any disc golf accounts. I've watched some cool stuff happen. On, uh, I was watching disc golf highlights. With that yeah. guy that fell in his fucking bush. And oh, so life. good. Um, so let's go to NBA. So the NBA, since the last time we talked, well, I'll, I'll lead it off with we talked about last week the heat. The Heat being up three to one on Milwaukee, they they went up three nothing, dropped the game to Milwaukee, and I made the statement that I think that they can go all the way if they um if they were able to beat Milwaukee in the next game, which they did. So I stand by what I said. They beat them three. They beat them four one. They also get a very tired Celtics team. Yep, they get a tired Celtics team that went seven games or six, seven 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 against Toronto. Um, there's more talent on the Celtics side, but there's more depth on the Heat side, and there's it's very and they, and they have I'm the just, momentum too. But I'm just happy to I'm just happy about the coaching matchup. It's gonna be a real real fun thing to watch because that's what it's gonna come down to. It's not gonna come down to Tatum versus Butler. It's gonna come down to Stevens versus Spolstra, and that is awesome because you don't see that a lot. It really brings you back to the old Popovich Jackson days, right, Kyle? Yep. And then out of the West, the Lakers were able to advance over the Rockets with ease, four to one. And then the it wasn't um, even close for the last game. Now nah, and then, um, and then tomorrow we have Nuggets Clippers in a game seven winner Correct. take all series, which um, just is further cementing just how bad Paul George is in the playoffs. He's just not good. He's a great regular season guy, but man, oh man, is he not that great in the playoffs? Um, so Kyle, we'll, we'll go off the, the cusp. Not who do you want? Who do you think is going to win? I know you want the Nuggets. Who do you think is going to win? Nuggets. You think the Nuggets win? Okay. Um, they're playing all around good basketball. We talked about this earlier. I think Jamal Murray is playing out of his fucking mind. The Nuggets are playing like they have nothing to lose because they don't. They don't. Right. The Nuggets have exceeded expectations by far. And then Kawhi's playing. Kawhi's not playing the same basketball he did last year. He's letting like his other Teammates. defenders make like mm-hmm. try to go after like the best yeah. player. Dude, knock it off. That's not how you play. 
Stop being one of those pompous assholes and start playing your type of basketball. That's just like my opinion. All right. Uh, Kyle. Yeah. We got Miami and Boston. What do you see? What do you think? Gonna go to game seven. Do you have any predictions on who's gonna go? Boston. Think Boston I think Boston just have more offensive firepower than Miami. Miami wins at 4 1. You think so? I do. I think, I think Miami very wins very good it. defensively, and I think Boston just has a little more of an edge off. I think Miami wins at 4 1 and then loses to the Western Conference team because of too much rest. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. Um, so that answers my question for you. Kyle, what do you think? You got four teams left. Let's say the Nuggets advance, like you say. I think it's an old-fashioned Boston Lakers showdown. Okay, with who on top? Lakers. Okay. Kendall. Don't want it to be that way. I'm not just saying it's kind of obvious. I'm I'm a big uh, sports historian. Uh, Kendall's trying to find a way for the Rockets to get back into it because they are his favorite team. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the Rockets play their uh, their card in Yu-Gi-Oh! They get back in. Um, no, I think, I think Lakers... That was such a forced metaphor. It was. I apologize. Which card? Uh, you trap know, card. I'm, no, no, no. Yeah, but which trap card? No, no, neither. Uh, I'm going to play a card that doesn't apply at all. The Blue Eyes White Dragon. What? And that will... Tra- I don't think bl- the Black Hole wasn't a trap card. Was uh, a not spell. Black Hole. Dark Hole. Oh, okay. Well, they would use the Grave Robber card. Grave Robber. Uh, that's a pretty good one. Uh, Man Eater Bug will be my move. I'm using that guy that hey Kyle, the game. Kyle, what's the card you use when you want to fuse two Yu-Gi-Oh monsters together to make a different Yu-Gi-Oh monster? Do you not know the answer to that, or are you just saying if he no, does? No, I do. I know okay. that. Fucking honest, but Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Kyle? Kyle? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know starter decks. What? So I don't Polymerization. Know. You know my favorite polymerization to use was? Uh, was it Black Luster Salt? No, that was a ritual card. Uh, <laughs> was it... <laughs> Blue Eyes White Dragon? No. <laughs> Blue Eyes Ultimate what? Dragon? No. Oh my god! Was Baby it? dragon and time machine. Ah, there you go. Uh, thousand year dragon. You know yep. who my favorite card was? Magic, magic hat. What the beard? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a card. There was, was there? a magic card. Magic hat. You were pretty fire, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> it was a magic card. It wasn't a. Pl- it wasn't a player card on the Bitch, field. I don't no, know. No, no. Tune to our new podcast, nineties card games with sports. Uh, but, I can talk left and right about Yu-Gi-Oh. I can't go into anything else. I, I do oh, let's go Pokemon Hardcore. <laughs> no. I can absolutely just... Dist- you guys ever play that card game called uh, Match? Magic? Match. Match? No. Like, like no. war? No, like... Ugh. Like Go Fish. Like Memory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I played Memory. I played it on your bedroom floor with a five-year-old. And, I, and, I got the and you point. sat in the chair the whole time and talked shit. I could beat you at this game. To a five-year-old. <laughs> hey, Kendall. Yes, you do. You <laughs> said it to her. She she made a match. And she flipped over a card. It, she knew exactly what the other one was, but she messed up and picked the wrong one. And she goes, Kyle said to the chair, goes, you're trash at this. I can totally <laughs> smoke you. Uh, oh, that's such God. a Kyle thing to do. Hey, Kendall, what's your prediction for the NBA? <laughs> He's so a big I, historian, so he thinks in Celtics, Lakers. I Celtics do. on top. I, I want, Well, I think the Lakers. Who do you want, though? I do want the Lakers. You like what? the Lakers more than the Celtics? Yeah, I don't like Boston Out of all sports. four teams, I want the Nuggets. But that's not going to happen. All right. So here's Nuggets the... heat? If it's Nuggets heat, I don't give a fuck what happens. Four games, seven games, two I, games. I want Jokic to win because he knows about himself. All yeah, right. but I want Bam Adebayo to win because I like his name. Heat, Lakers, Ugh. Heat and five. Cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Even cooler with it if the Lakers win the first one by like a blowout, and, like, <laughs> and they're just like, "All right, motherfuckers, let's go." On. Because, Jokic hey, Kyle, said, 76ers are without a head coach. Yeah, 
Then Tony's becoming a free agent. Him and Billy Donovan. How do you feel? Billy Donovan's going to the Bulls. I don't care. He's going to get one of those guys. You don't care either one. You don't. You don't have a preference. Um, no, because they're both different-minded coaches. But we need either our coach. We need a defensive-minded coach, and we need an offensive. How would you feel about getting Rob Hennigan as your coach? (laughs) Not good. (laughs) Shut up. I personally believe that that. You don't think uh, Rob could do the job? Who's Denver's no. quarterback? Well, he's never been a coach. He's the right coach. He's also never been a coach. <laughs> Who's Denver's quarterback? I can tell you exactly what would happen. If Rob yeah. Hennigan would That's become head coach. Within five days, he would sign and trade Oladipo. <laughs> we don't even have him. Huh? <laughs> That's what he's saying. No, you guys would get him and get then him. get rid of him. We'll flip him immediately. I'm hoping this starts an argument. I'm praying to God it does, but I don't think it will. Is Alex Caruso a good player? No. Fuck you. <laughs> he is a meme, and that is it. He is an average NBA player. He's a white guy that can dunk. That's what I mean, anyone cares I, about. I, I was hoping it was going to start a fight between the two of you. No. We've talked about we are fight. on the same page <laughs> forever. I'm not actually amazed Kyle said he was a meme. I was going to say he was a meme. I can't believe Kyle oh, said it. This is the argument. Can you believe Kyle, Kendall's taking your fucking credit again? It's like the third time today he's like, I was going to say that. But I, you know who says that? Patriots fans. <laughs> you Cam Newton Why don't you say over there, you scam fucker? Listen, I don't like Cam Newton. Yes, yeah, you, you do. do. You probably braid his hair. Bitch. You like Evan Marshall got out of bases loaded situation. I, I rooted for the Broncos. <gasps> You're a phony baloney. What? You're a phony baloney. You don't hate Cam Newton. You hate that he's a Patriot now. That's it. But I didn't like it because he cried all the time. No, you love that. I don't I like, like that. you do because Mets and Knicks and do it all the time. No, Mets don't do it. Yes, Knights they do. do. No, they, they cry don't. real tears because they get hurt all the time, but they cry. <laughs> and Jose Reyes was overrated. He was rated. No, he sucked. He didn't suck. He did not uh, suck. He was below average. After his first he was not below average. Uh, Mets, he sucked. Fernando no, Tatis Sr. sucked, too. No, no, no. Yep. I spill over myself saying his that. His son is very... And David Wright sucked. Nope. Yep. The best player you guys have had in the past 40 years is Lucas Duda. You know, he had a couple of good We games. are talking about Ike NBA Davis. right Like one. Ike Davis. Right, so back to NBA. <laughs> Fuck Ike Caruso. I actually think so. So what were the two coaching options? It was Donovan and... D'Antoni. 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 You know what's funny? I actually think that Donovan is the better fit for the Bulls and D'Antoni is the better fit for the Sixers. Why is that? Because d- the Sixers have the ability to run that real fast-paced offense and not play any defense. Because... And I say that because they have high-caliber defensive defenders. So, like, those guys can play defense without having to do super defensive schemes. And D'Antoni is all about the run-and-gun offense. Donovan is a more half-court-style offense and a half-court defense. He doesn't like to defend against the fast break. He doesn't like to run the fast break. I've been saying this for a while. That's why I don't think him and the Thunder worked out so much, especially with Westbrook there, because Westbrook was, uh, I'm going to go as fast as I can right now. The Sixers have to trade one of them. I think it's some... I think it's Embiid. I think Simmons is the one that gets traded. I think Embiid's the one that should get traded, but I think Simmons is the one that gets traded because Embiid's the more outspoken. No, I guy. agree, but he's I, the I, more like he's the more fan friendly guy, and your fans love your team. Yep, and uh, one of them has to be traded for them to win. So they're gonna get a lot for him. What I want to know your opinion on? I would be uh, so bummed if the Bulls got either of them. To be honest with you, why? Who do you? Because it would just totally fuck up the whole rebuild thing again. Um, if they're going to get one, I'd want Embiid. Just because I don't want Simmons and Levine together. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring the ball up. 
You just try to dunk it. <laughs> Zach Levine sets NBA record with 400 dunks in one game, but they lose. <laughs> 802 to 800. <laughs> uh, curious on your... I only said that score because 400 dunks would be 800 points. And I'd like to think you'd get more points just because I feel like there'd have to be some and ones in there. <laughs> if you're getting, if you're getting, if you get four hundred dunks in the game, one's got to be an and one, right? <laughs> At least one. He'd also probably be pretty tired. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Mass. I forgot what I was going to say. There we'll you just go. look at Reddit. Yep. Yeah, real good radio right now, guys. Whoa, 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 I was whoa, drinking whoa. a beer. Whoa! I'm doing what the show's about. All Nobody right. drinks more beer on the show than me. That's probably true. You definitely don't drink more beer than me. Kendall drinks more beer after the show than he does on the show. I do pretty good. No, you do. You do very well. But on the show, you usually drink about three to four beers. Can I, uh, and then after the show, you polish off leftovers and grab four <laughs> for the road. I'll all drink you any day of the week. Oh, yeah, impossible. Impossible. No, no, not impossible. Improbable. Nothing's Prove impossible. Now, right. right now. Let's start right now. Paul. You know, I really hate that statement because there are impossible Paul. things. In this situation. You know it's impossible? Stop What's talking. That? You have him straight now. Paul. What? <laughs> Hockey. All right. 26 seconds left in the third period. Stars and Knights are tied 2-2. What do you think is going to happen? Overtime. No shit. What do you think the result of the game is going to be? Vegas wins. Okay. Mike Madonna. He would play for the Stars, <laughs> but he's not active. <laughs> Mark Stone scores the overtime winner. Okay. Hey, I like what you did there, guys, but it's out of the park. Imagine like someone like a bookie comes to Paul with the scenario, just say like, "Okay, what do you think is the outcome?" He lays it out. It's like whatever answer is, you know, you got to go with it. They go to overtime. He's not wrong. Paul wins a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be here next week. Yeah, be gone. I wouldn't be in this country anymore. <laughs> Where would you be? I don't know. I would buy an island in my basement in Jamaica. Kyle, there is no way that if I win a billion dollars, I'm living in your basement in Jamaica. <laughs> First, the, the the worst part about it is I'm not living in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy my own island. Couldn't buy Jamaica. I'd buy my own island, and I would somehow figure out whatever province it's part of. I would figure out how I could get the naming rights for it, and I will give twenty five dollars to anybody who can guess the name. You get one guess each. What would I name my island? Huh. That's tough. All right, this is riveting radio. Okay. Right. No, you don't have to take a guess right off, the gap, okay. right off the gap. I'm just saying. So while they think, I'll actually tell a story that's kind of similar to this. Okay. Uh, one of the uh, internet personalities that I listen to, uh, his name is Bernie. Uh, Williams? No. Mac? Uh, owns Bernie.com. BernieWilliams.com? No. BernieMac.com. Bernie.com. Oh. Uh, Feel the Bernie.com? I'm just going to say. There is a uh, city in uh, Australia named Bernie. It's in Tasmania. Um. So they contacted him and said, listen, we want to buy the website from you. And he's like, all right, you don't have to buy it from me. I'll give it to you. But you have to put a statue of me in your town center. And I want to be holding a platypus and a Foster's beer can. And you have to let me have a parade in my honor. And they said no. Which was very disappointing. Cause you I know what? You know, this that. is a Hannibal Burris bit, so I'm not going to take credit for it. But you know that for real, though, I've looked it up in New Orleans. You can have a parade for yourself in 24 hours notice. <laughs> can you really? Yeah, if we went to New Orleans like tonight, if we took a flight right after this to New Orleans, I could have a parade set up for us with a marching band for Wednesday night. <laughs> Why? Who do you and alert? 
The police. They'll they'll help you map it out. (laughs) They'll block roads for you. You can fuck up traffic on a day's notice. Why? Because it's an income for them. Because they do the big easy shit with the parades. And you know what's even better? You You know what you can't do in Connecticut that you can do in New Orleans? But. You can go into a bar and get five Jameson and Gingers to go. This is the handle Burr's pit, by the way. Jameson Gingers right in. And then take them out and go to the next bar. Handle Burr's in his pit goes, he goes, I went in, I got five Jameson and Gingers because I had a five-person parade. <laughs> Fucked up all this traffic, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, a New Orleans police officer looked at me in the eye and goes, why didn't you just buy a bottle of Jameson? And he's like, a police officer said that to me. <laughs> So I heard a joke the other day that kind of reminds me of that, uh, but it made me think of Kendall. Hey, I have a question real quick before you get into that. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. If you are on first base mm-hmm. and the pitcher balks, do you go to second? Yes. But does the runner, does the hitter go advance first? No. Okay. This guy had a balk. Okay. You still see him very often. No. That's a stupid name. Yeah. What is it called? What's the sample? Balk? Yeah, what's a balk mean? How do you do a balk? You yeah, go into your pitching off. motion and then you come out of it. So it's like you, you throw over to first and you're and in your pitching motion. Like you give like a certain degree before you like it's balk. Yeah, right. if you pull out of that pitching motion, then it's balk. All right, go ahead, Mass. Um, so guy walks into a bar and uh, slams down thousand dollars on the table and says, "I'll give this to anybody who can slam uh, ten Guinnesses back to back and not throw up." Uh, room gets quiet. Guy gets up and leaves. Uh, guy just laughs, put his money back in his pocket, and night goes on. About 20 minutes later, uh, guy comes back up and taps the gentleman on the shoulder and says, uh, is this deal still available? Can I still try this? And he's like, yeah, aren't, aren't you guy, the guy that left? He's like, yeah, I had to go to the bar down the street to make sure I could do this first. <laughs> Very Kendall thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I can see you doing that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, 100%. I got to go call my boss. <laughs> That's what he would say, too. All right, anyone have any guesses on my uh, my island name? I got nothing for you, man. Okay, I have one. All right. Uh, back in the, our library days, we looked at a lot of islands on <laughs> privateisland.com. Yep. I think you're pretty fond of the name Papoose Island, and uh, that's what you would dedicate your island to. Incorrect. Good guess, though. Turtle yeah. Island. Huh? Turtle. Turtle Island, no. Good guess. Mass? Peanut Island? I don't no. know. You guys overthought it. Eastville New Bar. Ah. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Turtle. Yep. Second. Let me second. If I had a second island, billion dollars, probably would. I'd say, if I, if I had a billion dollars, I would probably spend it all on a chain of islands. <laughs> I don't, I'd want my own Hawaii. <laughs> I don't think you could buy a chain of islands for a billion dollars. It depends where they are. Yeah. You could buy a chain of Antarctic Islands. True. Eh. Antarctica is not for sale right now. It's actually a... Uh, no, not Antarctica. Just Antarctic Islands. Oh, Islands. Who's going to say no to me? The Antarctic government? I know how to speak penguin. I'm and I'm good at finessing. I'm not getting into this on the show because it's way too detailed for this. Anyways, uh, NBA, anybody else have anything else they want to throw in that I missed? Nah. Bucks choked. Chris Middleton had a really good that uh, fourth game. Yep. And uh, field Giannis goal is going to leave for the Lakers, form another super team. That'd be a real bummer. Yeah, he wants yep. the Lakers. Where would he go? Yeah, He'll go to Toronto. We're going to trade Sixers? Yeah, we're going to trade everybody. <laughs> and beat Anson. Well, you don't have to trade him. He's a free agent if he doesn't sign. No, we're going to trade Tobias Harris and Al Horford. I'd be cool with that. Or Giannis. Like if I was a Sixers fan? I wouldn't be cool with it if I was a Bucks fan. Only because that's not a good return on the investment. 
Why is it Simon Trey? We should create an alien and Boban's best friend. And Tobias Harris to the Rockets. I didn't. I didn't get any picture. You're wrong. Do a private stock shot. Kendall, make her do a private stock shot. Where'd you get that shirt? Salvation Army. Anybody have anything else? Hose.com. We're not out of time yet, are we? No, but I don't. What time is it? 10.45. Oh, we got got a half hour to go. Yeah. What should we talk about? I don't know. Anybody have anything? Not really. It's been a quiet week, even though NFL is back. Always, I don't want to use the NFL as like our crutch because we do that all year long. No, um, you do that all year long. What? Yeah, because you don't know any other sport. I know other sports. What sport? <laughs> golf. I can talk all baseball right. again. Talk golf. Talk golf. You can talk some baseball. I could talk a lot of baseball. Can some I baseball. No, 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 no. Hold on. You I want to hear. I want to hear, hear him talk about golf. No, I don't want to hear this. I okay. no. I just want to see how far I can get with this. Okay, listen. They traditionally play. No, no, Kendall, talk about recent events. What's happening? Oh, who cares? The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the, the Masters is going to happen. It's the U.S. Open right now. Yeah, what the hell, Kendall? It's the same thing. It's ask, not. Ask anyone who's played golf. It's the same thing. Get can you talk tennis? I can talk tennis. Okay. You play and the Masters Paul Wall, and the U.S. Open. And Paul Wall, Paul Wall has the same, like, lyric abilities as Post Malone. Well, I mean, if we're talking... White rappers <laughs> is the same thing. Everyone knows. Anyone who listens to rap knows that they're the same person. I don't think anyone would agree with that. But, however... <laughs> I don't think anybody would agree with the U.S. Open and the, the whatever you said being the same No, thing. no, but Rebecca the, might. the principle is the same. Well, she would 100% agree with it. You know, it's not the same. You know, you win a green jacket, you don't win a green jacket. You know, it's <laughs> they're not all green jackets. They're not. Well, the, the Masters, you win a green jacket. Yeah, but you don't win that for the U.S. Open. No, but you get some jacket. <laughs> no, you don't. You get a trophy. Oh, well, the, the trophy you cash in for a jacket no. at the team God. store. Nope. Ask anyone. I did. And uh, I said, nope. Have you played the US you Open like I have? I do. Well, All right. What do you want to talk about, buddy? It is back to football, but whatever. Uh, okay. Oh, so Kyle shits on me. Because Kyle blah. can talk more sports than you. Kyle's the only one here who does hockey homework. I did hockey homework. I didn't times. do hockey homework at all this year. I'm sorry. You haven't done hockey homework any year. I've done some hockey homework. How many hockey games have you watched that aren't Blackhawks games with me? This year? Zero. Oh, no. In the past five. Past years? Three. Yeah, Kyle watched like probably eight or nine this year alone. I've watched ten this year. Blues games don't count. Why? Because they're your team. Why does that not count? Because it doesn't count. But nope, doesn't count. Uh, Just like Blackhawks games, games didn't count for him. This year? What? Hmm? You mean Avalanche games I watched this year? A lot. Why? Because you like Nathan McKinnon. Oh. <laughs> so Kyle, what do you want to talk about? I thought it was about? fist bump. I don't, are you doing the uh, yeah. basketball thing <laughs> Kyle, what do you want to talk about? Uh, if you only watch five sports movies for the rest of your life, what would they be? You have to go pee, Kendall? Beer and pee. All right, go pee. We'll talk. Like five sports movies? You have to pee. Can you hold your pee? Five bad ones. Sports movies. Bill Durham. Bill Durham? Bull Durham. <laughs> not Bill Durham. <laughs> the Bull Durham Fair. <laughs> the Bill Durham it's a Bill Durham. It's made me laugh so hard. I don't know why. Probably because of the bush. <laughs> uh, <coughs> so realistically, Souls, you got anything? Can I guess some of yours? Yeah. All right. Major League, I think, is in there. Yeah. Remember the Titans, I think, is yeah. in there. I also, feel, I also feel like Miracle's in there. No. Yeah, good. Fuck your dad. Um, uh, spirit, uh, spirit. I don't think Space Jam would be in there. 
I don't think it would. Is it in yours? No. You know what's in Kyle's, and he's only going to say yes because he forgot about it? The Sixth Man. That's in Kyle's. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Knew that was in there. I could have guessed that And uh, we'll talk just four major sports. Top four major sports. Um, I think you just named five, didn't you? No, the fifth one's going to be hard to get. Ooh. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Angels in the Outfield. Mm-hmm. Hoosiers. <laughs> That's right. Wow. That is a very good movie. I'm impressed. Kyle. I know Kyle. Like the back of my hand. Kyle, no, can you guess his? That was a robot stock. Right, I was pretty um, impressed with that. Oh, I'm glad you got the reference. Yeah. No, that's an underrated movie. Yeah. Who's the blue robot? I always forget. What's his name? I don't remember. Me? Uh, hmm? You ever seen the movie Ruba- Robots? Robots. I almost had Roombas. Robots? Yeah, Robin Williams is in it. Uh, yeah, I'm good. He said he wants three. I'll shotgun them all right now. Hold uh, on, hold on. <laughs> That's all right. I'll do it. It's just push. Kendall, Rita ever frappy before? No. In the mic. You always yell at Kyle to talk in the mic, and you're going to talk out of the mic? I'm sorry. You ever been frapped by your wife? I don't believe so. Rita, $105 frapping. Worth it. Do it. Would you uh, have ever been frapped by the Soulsmeister? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we got, we got Kyle's list. Top five movies. He'd only, only five movies you'd watch. Rodney Copperbottom. No, no, no. Like, who voiced him? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kyle, Kyle picked Hoosiers. Ewan McGregor. Mighty Ducks. Remember the Titans. The Sixth Man. And... What other one? Space Jam. No. Miracle. Mi- uh, Major League. Major League. All right. But can we guess Paul's? Right I don't know mine. I gotta think about oh. it. Kendall, can we guess ahead. Kendall's? You can guess Kendall's. I guess you guess Kendall's. The six I have no idea. Kendall, Major League one of them? Yes. Cool. Uh, is Bull Durham one of them? Uh, no, but Bill is no. <laughs> Just a joke. I like that movie, but I don't think it would be my... Kendall, my... you're a big fan of Coach Carter. I, I see. I like that movie, but... I, I, Remember I, the I Titans? Think... Is Corey wrote in your top five? No. Maybe. Maybe. Remember might, the Titans? I, I haven't thought about it yet. <laughs> the problem is like... I, I'm just, I'm oh, you know what one of Kendall's is? Hey, you know what one of Kendall's is? Hmm. Waterboy. I I think I would take Kendall doesn't like funny movies. Oh, All right. I love funny movies. You don't. I do. You don't laugh at them. I do. You I watch them. Trains. I I watch that too. Is Comebacks one of them? No. Good. So then, what out. are they? All right. So I think Major League. Um, I like The Natural a really a lot. I don't know why. To watch that movie all the time. Um, remember the Titans. Uh, I like Hoosiers. That's a good movie. Longest Yard. Burt Reynolds. Yes. He was in both. He was a cameo in the second one, right? No, he's a big part of the. No, was he? Oh no, no, no! His fifth favorite movie: Kicking and Screaming. It's four <laughs> major sports. <laughs> the Little dream. Giants counts. Ooh. I was just going for da, coach. Rick Moranis. He's back. Is he back? He did a commercial for uh, Mint Mobile with Ryan Reynolds. I did not know that. And then he's coming up in a Disney movie. Wow. After 20 years of no movies. How yeah. did I shrunk the dicks? <laughs> I'm pretty that's sure the, that's, that's the parody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Um, I don't know. Uh, cool Runnings? 
not a four major sports movies, but it would definitely trump a lot of Kyle's movies. <laughs> Some people say, you know, they can't believe. Still never seen it. Yeah, the Jamaican bobsled team. Jamaica, we got a bobsled team. We've got a one Tatis and a one Junior. Yul Brenner and the Mansenka, the fastest of the fastest of Jamaican sprinters. Why Go do you to know Olympics, that? fight for Jamaica. Because the movie's fucking awesome and you're a scumbag for not seeing it. I've seen Velocipaster, but hasn't seen all. That's a fantastic movie. I don't care what anybody says. He's probably also seen. He's probably also seen Rubber. No. <laughs> what? I've seen Rubber. Yeah. Is that and, the Killer Tire movie? Yep. I've never seen it. And Thanks Killing. No. Flubber. <laughs> Actually, yes. I was. Have you seen Flubber? Yes. I haven't. Oh. Classic. <laughs> it's such a bad movie. Oh, all come on. Top five is Major League. Major League's in there. Um. Did we hear Marshall up there? No. Draft Day. Yep. I love Draft Day. Draft Day is a good movie. I like it so much. Um, <laughs> Rest in peace, Chadwick. Yeah. Vontae Mack. Yeah. Alright. The basketball movie I can never remember the Selecta? name of with um uh, Whoopi Goldberg. This is there's a sex like a, a sex scene you always bring up Eddie? in the in this movie. Uh, is that is that the movie with it's a, it's a basketball movie. Was uh, a sexy? One with Ray Allen fucking two girls. Oh, That's, he got game? Yeah. Is that is that on your list? It is. All right. Because Actually, you know what? No, it's not. Because it's not really a sports movie. Okay. It just happens to... It has basketball in it, but it's not a sports movie. I won't classify it as. Field of Dreams. Nope. Mighty Ducks. Yep. Angels in the Outfield. Nope. <laughs> it's a good movie, though. The Rookie. San- Sandlot. Okay. I'm a huge fan of The Rookie. The Goon. And The Goon. <laughs> Sandlot? No, fuck The Sandlot. I, I like The Goon. That movie sucks. Sandlot 3 is where it's at. Massey <laughs> <laughs> wants to get stabbed. <laughs> is there a third Sandlot? Or I is don't it just know. the remake of The Sandlot? <laughs> I don't know. There are three of them. And is there? Two and three are terrible. Are, is there actually the a no third fan one? just catch a touchdown? Yeah. Probably. No, you have him, right? Yeah. I'm disappointed in all of you for not having Airbud in there somewhere. Uh, Listen, nope. Airbud's a good movie, but it's not a good uh, movie. It's, it's, a, it's, it's the a dog eats pudding. And Kevin also, Costner's in a movie where he uh, does. Um, he's the head coach of a cross country team. Really? Yeah, in like a very Mexican heavy Texas town. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Do you know what's the name of it? Do you remember? I don't remember. Look it up, Mass. You're the thing. You're the looker upper. Got those defensive. What's that country. swimming movie with uh, Airbud? <laughs> like, like it was like an all black swimming team oh, I don't remember that one I don't know Bernie Mac's actually in it <laughs> Is it a comedy? No It has to be <laughs> Oh Mr. 3000 Mc- Yeah we Mc- know Farland- about that one McFarland USA Yeah that's the one Look up the Bernie I've Mac heard that name before Terrence Howard's also in it What a cast I miss Bernie Mac Did you watch his show? Yeah No he didn't I did what what's what's like his his uh his big thing that he does in like basically every episode? Bernie Mac. He does that fucking close up shit. No, Kyle, you blew it. <laughs> America. <Mac>. What's the... <laughs> I remember where I was when he died. You guys are talking about like it's nine eleven. No, 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 no. Just because it turned into just I don't want to say a big joke with my family, but. <laughs> I remember where I was. I don't want to say it turned into I a big... I was sitting back with an Avery's Birch beer soda, just enjoying my midsummer day. We were... It was during the Summer Olympics in Beijing. 
<laughs> he was in Beijing. He was not in Beijing. You were in Beijing. I can go for I a pie right now. What? I can go for a pie right now. A pie? Yeah. Like an apple pie? No. Uh, like a Kyle. cream pie? Like a pep. Kyle. Like a peppermint pie? Yeah. Kyle. Like a York peppermint patty? Like a junior mint pie? Ew. Ew. I'm kidding. Pepperoni. Oh, like a pizza? Yeah. Oh. What? Nothing. The name of the movie, Mass. I was going to tell you, but you weren't Just paying attention. Just tell me. Swim Fan. No. You ever seen Swim Fan? Never even heard of Swim Fan. Pretty fucked up movie. Mm. Was it Sharknado? Blindside. What was it? Uh, Blindside's a good movie, too. Yeah. For all the wrong reasons. Right. So the name of the movie, Mass. I don't know. Look it up, Kyle. You're a real douchebag. Well, well so are you. <laughs> Who's your least favorite starting running back in the NFL right Mass. now? Mass. Kyle. <laughs> Fucking Kyle. <laughs> that was perfect. I knew they were going to say it. <laughs> uh, least favorite running back in the NFL? Yeah. Raheem Mostert. It's got to be someone relevant. No, he runs for the 49ers, so fuck him. But he's not a relevant running back. I don't care. You didn't say running, relevant running back when Pride. it started. No, Massey always says, stop being a dick and all this. And he's like the biggest <laughs> dickhead control freak on the planet. <laughs> name of the movie was Pride. Yes, Pride. I never heard of that movie. Who do you got? My least favorite running back in school? James Conner. He's <laughs> up there right now. <laughs> fucking bitch. Um, probably Derrick Henry. Really? Yeah. Why? Because if you really think about it, he's one-dimensional. You're right. And if teams were smart, they make Ryan Tannehill throw the goddamn ball. You're right, but listen, he's one-dimensional, but he's pretty much the best at being one-dimensional running back. This guy's a monster. Ball, who's your least favorite? Dalvin Cook. Why? Because I don't think he's that good. And he's hurt all the time. Kendall, who's your least favorite? James Conner. Uh, but I like James Conner. I don't like the haircut he had, though, his first year. I'm not a fan of that. I'd love to say Amir Abdullah, but he's not relevant. He's also uh, not active. Yeah, he's a free agent. No, irrelevant. Um, hmm. I thought the Broncos were onside kicking. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, I looked up how much it would be to put your face in the stadium. You know how much it is to put your face in SoFi? I don't know what SoFi is. Our stadium, our new stadium. Uh, probably like a billion dollars. It's like four hundred dollars. Yeah, you guys are price gougers because it's a new stadium. It costs. It only costs forty dollars to do it in an MLB stadium, and all the money goes to charity. That's right. Support baseball over football because football is overrated, money gouging whore bags. Also, remember your kids. If you get kids, teach them to play baseball. They'll get paid better. Well, they don't pay better. They just get the money. Just guaranteed. They also will know their family's names after the age of thirty. Yes, that too. Look at that. A good running back when he got stopped there. Like Benny Snow. Who has... Who has... <laughs> Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> that was good. <sighs> who has uh, bigger... Uh, Quads? No, bigger deals. Uh, NBA or baseball? Baseball. Baseball. Baseball does? NBA just gives deals to all the terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> NBA deals... I didn't say who they give them to. I said what were bigger deals. Baseball. Baseball. You know, you give me a least favorite running back? NBA is like the only sport where you get fined for not Come paying on. enough money. Say it. Sonny Michelle. No, I feel like there's people I dislike more than him. Like who? NBA. James White. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins. Rex Burkhead. Yeah. How are you going to say yeah to J.K. Dobbins? No, I didn't mean it. Um, <laughs> Do you even know who he plays for? Giants. He's no, he's a Raven Kendall. Um, Just go to show you how little he knows about football. 
Who's your favorite running back in football? James Conner. Is it? His. Yeah. Kendall's for sure. Um, I don't know. For really no reason, uh, I think Kenny and Drake would be my least favorite. <laughs> and uh, my favorite will be, we'll go. Kenny and Drake's uh, your favorite? No, no least, least favorite. favorite. Why? For, for no, for no, I, no I don't have a good reason. Um, I can't, I can't pick Sony. I think a Giants fan would say for five hundred. <laughs> well, I can't pick Sony Michelle because I mean, it's, I'll get shit on for all oh, because just because he's a Patriot. But that is my reason. No, I, I would be, I would be fine for you hating Sony Michelle. Okay, then Sony a lot Michelle. of pl- a lot of people hate players on their favorite teams. No, not my favorite team. I dislike the majority of all Patriots that have ever played for the Patriots. The majority of all Patriots. I think my favorite running back in the NFL, if we're going from an elite standpoint, would be Ezekiel Elliott. Well, just in general. In general? My favorite is Le'Veon Bell. She no left. Jordan Howard. Matthew? I'm thinking. Angel Williams is not in the NFL, right? No. 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 My favorite, this guy was always my favorite running back until he retired. Adrian, Adrian Peterson. Peterson. He was pretty cool for a while. He became a dickhead again. <laughs> yeah. He had 98 yards yesterday. Became a dickhead again. I thought you said he had 800 yards yesterday, <laughs> and I was about to be like, the fuck? 98? Mm-hmm. Wow. Don't worry. The second game, he'll fumble. He always fumbles against us. You know he had one year where he only fumbled the ball? Four times, only lost it once. All four against us. Three of them were Charles Tillman. I don't know who my favorite running back in the league is. Come on, say it. He's not, though. He is. But he's not. But he is. Todd hope... Gurley is not your favorite? No. So who's your favorite? I don't know. Just pick some. Probably Matt Breida, right? <laughs> I'd imagine so. Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, that's not a bad pick. It's Todd Gurley. <laughs> It's not, though. It is. Because I'm basing it off of running backs that are fun to watch. Gurley's not fun to watch anymore. He was when he was there. Right, but he's not anymore. Believe me, I know he was fun. I have a signed jersey hanging in my basement. Did he sign it for you? Yes. He signed it for you? Yeah. That's not true. No, it's not. You bought it off eBay. Yep. Not off eBay, but... It says, to John... With love, Todd Gurley. <laughs> P.S. I'm going to blow my knee out. For Massey's winning. favorite player is Tyler Higby. I know that for a fact. No. It is. I can name three other Rams that are ahead of him. You Tyler. like Tyler Higby so much. Gerald Everett. No. Uh, Cortland Finnegan. Cortland Finnegan. Uh, <laughs> and Chris Givens. Yeah. <laughs> and certainly not least, Chris Givens. Ugh. You know who got what was coming to him? Seven Bailey. He sucked. That's so fucked up, dude. Yeah, you know what? He sucked. Get shot in the head. He shot himself in the head. He did not. You might as well have. You choose that life and you know it's coming. You're going to be a multi-millionaire gangster. You're going to get shot in the head. Everybody this wants isn't to be Carlito's gangster. way. That's right. Pachanga. <laughs> Closing statements. Topanga? Carlito's way is awesome and Topanga is really hot. Kendall? Uh, I second that. Kyle? Third it. Okay, fourth it. You've never even seen Carlito's nope. way. You don't even know who's in that movie. I don't care about that movie, but I care about Topanga. Fuck you, Kyle. If you're going to be part of the show, you're going to like that movie. I like Topanga. You. <laughs> Topanga Lawrence. Also, the redhead from Boy Meets World is now doing porn. Is she? Oh. Yeah. Is this she like is. old news, dude? No. I didn't know that. Hmm. I knew that. Not Lawrence Hill. Um, 
Kyle, I have a trend of holiday jersey going in the mail. They wanted to... Oh, Dude, beer reviews. Uh, Kyle, how are your two uh, beers? We've had them on the show before, but how was the Big Wing Hayes IPA? They're average. And what was the fall in between the lines? Average. Okay. How was the Bush? Bush. Excellent. Average. Excellent as always. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. There's only one beer that I would find better. What? Red Dot. <sighs> You're a liar. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. I know he doesn't. He's a Coors Light guy. He can't like Red Dog. And oh, that's what we forgot to do on the show. What? Play your fucking voicemails. My what? Your voicemails that you left me. Oh, I didn't know we were playing those on the shows. Do it. Hurry up. I remember leaving the voicemails, but... Dude, there's like 12. I don't remember what they sounded like. I know one of them was where I said, like... I'm pretty sure I said that flow from State Farm, but then I spelt progressive at the end. (laughs) Um, Where can they find us? Well, you can can they find us at Rebecca's on a real giants fan.com? Hashtag Steelers. They can. They can. They can find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram, uh, Getting Sports with Drunk. And, uh, Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's looking up Topanga Lawrence nudes or drinking Coors Light. Kyle, Kyle, I forgot. Where on Twitter are we? I don't know that part. I know underscore four. GSWD underscore four. (laughs) Sorry. I I don't know the part about our name. (laughs) I just know the underscore (laughs) four. Um... Wherever internet radio shows are found, where podcasts are found, we are Rebecca, there. you're making like an extreme amount of noise. This is how every show closes. With Spreaker! It, can you just stop doing that? And just wait till right, like, take two seconds when we're done. Google Play, iHeart. Spreaker. Spreaker. Wherever you find internet and radio shows, you find us. Fingers crossed, we'll be on Audible slash Amazon. That'll be pretty fucking cool. In the next, where we're waiting, so Peter. Is it fucked up that I don't have us downloaded on every platform? No. Okay. No, no. I have us on Apple. Because, you know, the thing is, there's people who just, they, they listen on whoever they're preferred. Yeah, I get notifications every week, like, hey, you haven't listened to this in a while. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was there. I don't need to listen to it. <laughs> but we are I am the everywhere. Show. Everywhere. Ah. Also on Springer. A Titans linebacker was ejected. Mm. Oh. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back next week. We're going to talk about a bunch of cock. And uh, until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. Nope. I'm the mask, Chris Massey. I'm No Tree Souls. And I am the Red of a Red Baron. Yeah.